I'm Jake. And I'm Michael. What are we talking about? Shit, shit. Uh, so we're going to be talking about um, the phases of the MCU and uh, kind of our favorite moments in, uh, in them. Mm-hmm. We'll go in order. Um, kind of talk about all the movies within the phases and then which ones suck donkey dick and then which ones were cool. Yeah. So what's uh, phase one? What's your favorite movie out of the phases? Uh, definitely Thor in that first phase. Seriously? Seriously. Kenneth Brown? Like... I no, I know. I know. Like, <laughs> Th- Thor is definitely my favorite in that first like bit. Like Avengers is that's like a, I feel like Avengers is like that's not fair. <laughs> like it's in phase one. It's not fair to be like, and that's that's gonna be everybody's favorite movie. This is not the answer that I expected. Really, I, I really not Thor. You, like <laughs> I expected, Incredible Hulk before Thor. Oh really? Yeah. I oh, that's that. Ouch! That avant-garde fucking like cockeyed camera bullshit like that's really irritating to me uh like i they made us watch kenneth brana in high school so like i he's was a solid like he's a direct, good director and pretty good actor right. too so like did you ever watch uh, murder on the orient express yes i love that movie yeah we have I hate the one. ending of it yeah because it's a little bit like you all did it it's like yeah oh, that's disappointing mm. Mm. well that's not my favorite. My favorite would have to be probably Iron Man, actually. Because I mean, uh, Avengers is the easy answer, right? That's you know kind of I mean? why I was like, "Don't say Avengers." Avengers is what everybody would say. Iron Man is I, Iron Man, and Kevin Smith has said it so many times. But like, Iron Man is a damn near perfect movie. Yeah, so well put together, <clears throat> really good superhero movie, uh, and kind of driven home by Robert Downey Jr. Fresh yeah. off of uh, his comeback, right? No, yeah. Iron Man is definitely. I mean, I think all these except for one are really, really good movies. It's it's hard to pick one and say, yeah, that one's the best. But yeah, uh, they're all really good. I mean, there's it's hard to. It really is kind of hard. Even Incredible Hulk, which is the one we said is not good, <laughs> is not good. But like, it's like MCU not good. Yeah, compared to other superhero movies, it's pretty solid. Yeah, I mean, it's a little long, kind of boring. But Sony's had a few stinkers, and I'd, I'd say the DC's what? had a, quite a few stinkers. <laughs> I'm sorry, I I cannot believe what I just heard. <laughs> no, Sony does usually kind of suck until they did Spider Verse. Yeah, Spider Verse was all awesome. of a sudden that comes out, and it's like it's like, oh shit, why weren't you doing this? Right. Yeah, but but yeah, no, I I really love Thor because I think he's probably my favorite character, and then Thor two is not great but Thor 3 is awesome Ragnarok is amazing Ragnarok might be my favorite MC movie hands, hands down a movie uh, well I mean it it's it, up there for movies but, but it's within but the MCU. MCU it's like maybe my favorite hands down I mean I just love that movie so much what um what is it about the character you like um I like that he's that I, I don't know what the archetype character like things so but he's like the guy that's new here he doesn't understand anything and he's yeah. just really awkward and he's like you know grabs that mug and Very, he drinks yeah, it another down. i'll have another smack i did know. like that that bit was pretty good that was pretty solid but yeah thor's just always like that guy that they always have to explain things to and he's like i don't care i'm thor and you know just does he's just very like 
he does grandiose. Have, he's he's funny, but he kicks ass. Like he sort of has the best arc, second best arc of any of the characters in the movies. Yeah, it, and it's because you see him go from that sort of that twat waffle <laughs> Thor in right. the first one, and then all of a sudden by Endgame, well, in Endgame he's gone through depression and drinking and whatnot, but like. Prior to that, you see him, he's a real person. Yeah, I mean, he loses everything. Yeah, that's... And goes through a lot of of loss and still comes out worthy at yeah. the end. And I just, like... That's a good moment, too. It's Speaking of moments. Yeah. But uh, is there any particular moment from the phase, phase one that sticks out to you? So, um, with Iron Man, and this was several years after the movie came out. I'm in college studying audio stuff. That's probably 2012. And I remember they said, okay, we're going to do some stuff today with like surround sound, like 5.1 surround sound. And and they took us to this like studio, like, I don't know what they film in there, but it was kind of cleared out for the class. And I remember the first thing about that room was I looked up and the ceiling was fuzzy. And we were like, why is the ceiling fuzzy? And they were like, oh, it's like, like a ground up newspaper and like other paper products. And they just like sprayed it all over the ceiling for soundproofing. Okay. Weird, but like weird flex, but okay. And they sit us down and these, um, I know nobody listening to this will care, but they were, it was a tannoy reveal surround sound system. They were like black and red speakers. They're probably 500 bucks a piece. And I'd never seen or heard anything like as amazing as this. And the professor pops in the Blu-ray for Iron Man and goes straight to that scene where they play black, uh, back in black by ACDC. And that first guitar strum, like, like I was transported to a different place. I was like, I've never heard anything so pure and beautiful in my life. And it's ACDC. Right. Um, but like, I'll never forget watching the beginning of that movie in that class. And, just hearing it on this, you know, hilariously expensive surround sound system. And it was just like, I will never be happy until I can afford <laughs> a surround sound system like this one. So you'll never be happy. So I'll never be happy. <laughs> Actually, I got pretty damn close, but, um, but yeah, then the, the first time that he was, he's like in the full, like Iron Man regalia, like everybody knows that that, is Iron Man, the red and, you know, silver and yellow costume. And he lands in the Middle East and starts, like, blowing up tanks and shit. Like, I just remember thinking, this is fucking awesome. Yeah, this is the, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. That was the moment in, and you just said this where it's just like, this is, this is how you superhero. This yeah. is the proper way to do it. And it's, yeah, that was a good, in the moment, I like the moment when he's getting suited up. Yeah. Like, he yeah, looks that, so, yeah. like, determined yeah he looks fuck i mean he looks fantastic in that in that role and i and robert Downey jr did such a good job with that role that it changed the comic book yeah which is you never see that done like the closest you see is like nick fury but that was changed prior to samuel jackson yeah but like because if memory serves and i've read very little iron man growing up and uh that scared the shit out of me. <laughs> uh, I very read very little uh, Iron Man comics growing up, but like Tony Stark was always very uh, stoic, very kind of an asshole. Yeah. 
um, not not super uh, funny or you know not really even snarky. He was just right. kind of a dick. Yeah, he was just the really smart. He was the dude smartest guy and, in the room, and he knew it. Right, and, and but uh, he was an alcoholic, which I was glad to see that that kind of translated into the movies. Yeah, very cleverly done too. Yeah. They didn't really have to, you know, they didn't need to go deep into it. That that really I, that was a problem with Iron Man too. Is like there was there was too many things going on. Yeah. Um, that movie really could have been separated into two separate movies, if not three. Um, cause they really, they wasted Sam Rockwell and that one. Yeah. Um, but no, um, yeah, he, his role was so iconic, so well done that they were just like, this is what fans like. This is, yeah. we're going to make him more like this. And that's, they sort of melded the two together. Right. Um, yeah, I'd have to, yeah, I definitely have to go with that. Um, him getting suited up or at that moment yeah. when he just blows up them tanks, like that's. That's proper. Right I'll also there. never forget the uh, fire extinguisher, like robot dummy, thing kept, dummy. Yeah. yeah, they kept like trying to put him out, and yeah, you know, that's another moment too. The dummy saves him at the end of the yeah. movie. Like that was, I thought that was wonderful. Like I was like, that's really, and the, I like that dummy continued to show up. Yeah, throughout the movies. Um, yeah, and then uh, was the Incredible Hulk. Yeah moving on <laughs> uh is there anything memorable in iron man 2 um you know, i like the um the iron man like iron suit fist fight that him and um Rody had. had yeah that was like, in his uh in his uh, house like, yeah like his drunken like house party with all the supermodels and stuff and like that that was a pretty good scene that was a good fight scene that's a I, that's one thing and what sticks out to me about that is i remember watching the behind the scenes of that one how they shot like specifically him getting thrown into the fireplace mm -hmm. like that was really like it's all cg it's all i mean it but it looks fantastic right. the movie looks wonderful it's a little dark i think at the end like for its own good but yeah they, they sam rockwell was the highlight of that movie any moment he was in was the moment of the movie uh him dancing his way onto stage at yeah. Stark Expo, I thought it was pretty fun, but yeah, that fight between Rhodey and Tony was spot on. That was really, really incredible. Um, but yes, it, man, they really that movie's disappointing just because it was too much in one, and it was a waste of both Mickey Rourke, yeah, and Sam Rockwell. Like Sam Rockwell is a top tier actor that I, even though he won an Academy Award. He still does not get the credit I think he deserves for being fucking Sam Rockwell. Yeah. But Mickey Rourke, that dude, yeah, he was awesome. As I, Ivan almost said Drago. That's not right. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Ivan Venko. Yeah. I was right. Like, I, don't, was, I don't remember his last name off the top of my head, but. Uh, but he was Crimson Dynamo or Whiplash or he was like, they amalgamated yeah. a bunch of characters into him. But uh, I, yeah. he was really good. He went deep into character, and like he did a lot of research, to, and he, he hated his time on that movie, though. Hated it. Really? Yeah, that's what he said. He said he would never do it again. And I'm like, that's disappointing, because he would have been really good in a better movie. Yeah. But uh, um, Thor. What's the best moment in Thor? Because I can't think of one. <laughs> 
I can't I mean, actually. I, I, I mean, the all the those first scenes with like him and Loki, and like building that that relationship that relationship between them. I like. It's been a, a hot minute since I've seen it, but um, I really liked like when all his pals showed up in this little podunk town, and he's like, "My friends are here!" Like they then they all fight the destroyer armor, which I thought was awesome. Cause like Thor doesn't have a lot of iconic, like everybody knows that villain. Yeah. But like just the destroyer armor, like gave me a nerd boner. I was like, hell yes. That's I probably, know what that is. That was why I, I, again, it, honestly, I didn't read a lot of Marvel in general until these movies started coming out. But yeah, destroyer was, was the one I kind of knew Loki, yeah. obviously, but basically like, uh, the dark Malekith, I had to like Google him oh, yeah, to figure out who he either. was. And then I'm, I knew who most of Thor's friends were. Yeah. Like, it's Volstag the voluminous has always been one of my favorites, but yeah, and, it's he's a, he's been, I think that's probably just why I don't, I, I don't like him and I don't like Superman for the same reason. They're too perfect. Yeah. It's hard to find a real weak, like an actual weakness in them. And I mean, I think that's why Thor's weakness ended up being emotions. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Superman didn't have that. Superman was the big blue Boy Scout. Gene, yeah. Giant piece of shit. <laughs> um, that's right. Yeah, I think the fight between uh, Thor and the Destroyer armor was probably the best moment of that movie. Yeah, for sure. And anything on Asgard, I think, was really, yeah, really, I, I really, really solid. Yeah, I really liked Asgard. Um, and what didn't they tease the the infinity gauntlet in that movie. Yeah. And they, and they had, had to, like, to go ret- back and retcon it. Yeah. And, they had to retcon it. Like, Oh, that was just a prop. That like, was a prop fake. Yeah. <laughs> Lame. It's like but, for, for a company that gets lauded for like how they plan so far ahead. Yeah. Like that was not forward thinking that they put the infinity gauntlet right there with the gems already. Yeah. In it. And it's like, you didn't think that was going to come up at some point. Like that's your yeah. biggest story next to like symbiote, uh, Spider-Man. Right. Um, Captain America, the first Avenger, you know, that was a solid movie, like all throughout, but like trying to think, look back, oh, there's moment. nothing humongous that stands out about it. Like the, the cap, uh, as a skinny kid, like in the boot camp. Yeah. Like I liked those scenes. And when he had the trash can lid, like, yeah, I could do this all, all day. Yeah. That was, and then when he first comes out of that weird pod. Yeah. And, uh, Howard Stark was there like the, okay. Like that's really cool. Yeah. That was, yeah. There was small little moments that I, I, I've always, I enjoy almost every single time he says like, uh, I could do this all day. Like yeah. I enjoy that every single time. Yeah. Like it's always well done. I really wish he had died in Infinity War or Endgame, and like his last moments where he said, "I could do this all day," and then Thor or uh, Thanos kills him. Yeah, that's what I was hoping to see. Didn't happen, obviously. Yeah, actually, I mean, they it was they, probably they kind of copped out on the on the death. Yeah, like he, he needed to die for emotional impact, but they copped out on, they cut. Kind of, yeah. They, they're like, eh, just give it to Tony. It'll be fine. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I can't really think of a moment, like a big moment in that movie where I was just like, wow, that's, I mean, maybe when, when Peggy was on the like radio with him and he's going down, that's a good ocean, emotional like, scene. That, that was, pretty that was impactful. But, yeah, that was good. And that's all. I mean, Chris Evans is a 
phenomenal actor. Yeah. And so is Hugo Weaving. Like he's he one is. of my favorite actors, but he he is not. He's been in a lot of humongous movies, but he's probably never the most like remembered character in any movie that he's in. He and that's like, unfortunate. Yeah, and like and he's always fantastic, but he's never the main character. Yeah, or, he's, like, but he's he was really good in that movie. He, yeah, he was. He um. And the makeup was so fucking He hated good. it. That's another actor oh, who hated it. Yeah. And he sure. said he would never. He talked so much shit about that movie. You know, there's been more than one because, uh, what was it, Kira Knightley that was in Thor? Was she Thor's girlfriend? No, that was uh, Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman, that's it. Yeah, she was like, I'll never do that again. I, I really like that you, you mixed up Kira Knightley and Natalie Portman because they were doppelgangers in right. uh, Star Wars. That's pretty phenomenal. Uh, yeah, she said, like, well, that was a whole thing of like her. I think it was Patty Jenkins was supposed to direct Thor two, and she said she would return if Patty Jenkins was director. And Marvel was like, "Okay, that sounds awesome." They hired her. They didn't like what she was doing, so they fired her. And they already had Natalie Portman on the contract, so she couldn't escape it. Yeah, and so she was really pissed. She saw that they double crossed her or something like that. But then they got her back by giving her like a lead role in Love and Thunder. Yeah. So I'm excited for that. Oh, I'm so 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 excited for that because Taika Waititi like rejuvenated Thor. It yes, made it did. made it the top of the top of the line. Yep. MCU movie. Hey Doug. <laughs> the guy, the guy that he plays. Hey Doug. Oh yeah, he, uh, Korg. <laughs> yeah, Korg. Just yeah. another Doug. <laughs> and he was defeated by because he didn't print enough pamphlets. Like Rock was defeated by paper. That was yeah. Jesus Christ. Taekwondo, what a genius! Piss off, you freaky ghost! <laughs> yeah, like he's like also just an amazing actor in that movie. That yeah, just kills me that that is just yeah. And he, he he was in Green Lantern, which I had forgotten about until I saw that bit like an interview with him and uh, Ryan Reynolds where they pretended like that movie never happened. Yeah, like everyone does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, that's a big one. The Avengers. Yeah, Avengers. I mean, there's one moment I think we both agree on is the the 360 shot. Yeah, that was on the bridge, like in the middle of the New York battle. Yeah, that was that hit me in the heart. Like even yeah. not being a huge Marvel fan, that was, I was like, oh shit. We're, I mean, we we're, were getting this superhero team up. Yeah, we were like four years in the making. Yeah, and having watched all these movies like the night they came out. And then buying them the day they came out on Blu-ray or yep. DVD, and it was just like seeing that was like I will be chasing that dragon the rest of my life to get that feeling again of just like this wave of like this is the best thing yeah that that's ever happened in my life. I think the only moment that rivals it is the I'm always angry. Yeah, that movie that that, yeah, movie that was another great great moment the only thing michelle actually said this was um she's like if they hadn't had him transform earlier that would have been better because we we had not if we had not seen him as the hulk yet yeah that would have been bigger i'm like you're right it really probably would have been way bigger but because like could you imagine the first thing he does is take down something that they were all like how do we take down this giant like monster flying like yeah and he does it with one punch yeah (laughs) that's just yeah, but that was a great moment. I mean, that movie was uh, Coulson's death was yeah, Coulson was so great, and he was like basically the only like tie-in. Well, Nick Fury was in one episode of Shield. I think uh, right? they they've recently come out and said that Agents of Shield is an alternate universe. 
Really? It's not in the same. Mm. It's not in the MCU. I kept I kept waiting for very small nods, nothing big, but like small nods that would acknowledge like Shield, Agents of Shield, or the Netflix shows like Daredevil. Yeah, but Jessica nothing. Jones and stuff, and nothing. And it really kind of bummed me out because they made nods in Daredevil. Yeah. To and they kept talking the about Avengers. like the event and yeah. like and they had all that damage downtown that they were trying to you know fix and stuff. And, and then Shield had episodes entirely or like <laughs> seasons centered on events from the MCU. Yeah. But there was never any tag like, backs. Somewhere in Infinity War or in game where there was a big battle going on, like what uh, can Daredevil, Daredevil like Daredevil for? he could have just run through and they could have been like, Who the hell was that? We yeah. don't have time. Yeah, they, don't like, have to, they didn't have to get Charlie Cox to come back yeah. and reprise the role. It just could have been some dude in a suit like yeah. that. He just run through, like, I got this and save a random civilian. And they were like, what? Like, and, and then they don't have Yeah, they don't have time to focus on that because they have to fight Squidward or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Ebony Maw. Yeah. The Maw. Yeah, nobody nobody called him any of those guys by their real names. They all had, like, fake, stupid meme names. Yeah, we did just see the. Uh, uh, this is shot obviously or recorded well before this is released, but we just saw the um, Snyder Cut trailer. Mm-hmm. Did you notice that they have like a it, it's step okay, um, Steppenwolf, but it's like before he puts on his helmet, but he looks like Corvus Glaive, like uh, the um, the guy that stabbed um, Vision. Yeah, yeah. Like he looks exactly like him. I'm like, was that on? purpose is that the did they use the same model because it looks remarkably like it maybe but that's kind of sidetracking yeah. uh, anyways um yeah we're also getting way outside of phase yeah. one but yeah, so we're yeah um, so we're yeah. but i was gonna say but one thing that we we skipped over in iron man the after credit scene with nick fury yes that, that also was just like that has to be a jaw-dropping moment yeah like we were slapping each other like yeah like, oh, like, oh shit like one of one of the people I went with, like I knew that was like I looked it up beforehand, like I knew that was happening. All but, like, I heard, was but I had there I was, was something yeah. after the credits. It's all I had heard. I didn't hear exactly what it was, and yeah. that was a the holy shit moment. Like yeah, we were just everybody that was. There was only probably six people that stayed because that was that was not a thing. Yeah, and they can't. Uh, yeah, that like you can go back. You can find some movies where. There was some sort of post credit scene, but yeah. not to that extent. Not something important, right? You know, uh, yeah, that was. Um, damn it, that was a good one. Like that yeah. was chills again, chills. Right. And then every time Stan Lee showed up, oh. like I can't remember all the specific time, but like every single time that man was on screen, it was always good. It was always good. Yeah, it like, was. He there was never anything that would like Tony stank. Like it just every silly, like yeah. Even if you only had one line, he cut or Thor's hair and Ragnarok. Yeah, like that was just yeah. He was golden, man. Every um, time. Phase two, I think this is phase two is kind of where they found their footing. Even though they kick off with kind of probably one of the worst movies in the MCU. But wasn't it like one of the best selling ones though? Like yeah, it was, I don't yeah. remember the exact climate, but there was something of like a a kind of a void that it filled like there hadn't been a great movie come out for you know a while yeah it made uh, i think it had been a year ish since the it Avengers made a ridiculous and, amount of money yeah, and it, it was, was insane how successful that movie was for not being great and joseph used to tell me he was like just watch it like a popcorn action movie i'm like i tried it's not that yeah it's said, not it's great, just but it's not it's, a great movie they i mean they butchered the mandarin Yes. That being said, 
Like it was the funny. reveal that that he's Trevor Slattery was probably the best part of that movie. Yeah. Because Ben Kingsley went from this super intimidating, scary terrorist to this lovable little goofball. Right. Like, <laughs> he and he did it seamlessly. Like you you totally buy both sides of it. Right. <laughs> that was probably and that's in like the moments whenever like Rody comes in there and he's like, It's embarrassing, isn't it? Like it's fucking silly like it just right. it, it made the whole moment the whole movie almost worth it right almost but i still would have preferred like a actual full-on man which we're getting like, that in um uh was it the kung fu kid no that's <laughs> not right was it the tai chi man no that's not right uh, iron fist no it's his friend fuck what's his name the man from uncle no <laughs> <laughs> the man um, so t- you got you got me there. I'm not real sure. T- tell me, tell me, tell me your favorite moment from Iron Man three. Was that it? Was that your favorite? Um, moment? my favorite moment from Iron Man three when was when he met that kid, and I was like, that kid is gonna be in a movie yes. very important, like six years from now. That kid was <laughs> like good too. I mean, he was good, but it was like the, everybody saw that kid and went, "What the fuck? Who is that kid?" Because <laughs> it was like six years later, nobody knew who that was. And anybody that said they knew who that was in the theater like lied their fucking ass yeah, off. Nobody, nobody knew. knew who that kid was. Yeah, that was. I thought the kid was really good, and I thought the yeah. their relationship was wonderful. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to find out what that name of that movie is because it's really going to bug me. Uh, and then I think Thor: Dark World is the Incredible Hulk of Phase Two. It really is. There's not a moment. Mm. Uh, Loki turning into Captain America. Yeah. Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Okay. That's where we're getting the real Mandarin. Gotcha. Or the mandolin. He mandolin. might just be a little music, just, musician. He could be a little liar. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, like, Winter Soldier was solid, but again, it was like, man, I like that movie. But it didn't have any humongous moments, but it was solid throughout. Like, yeah. Um, him and Bucky's relationship, and like, Bucky being the winter soldier and that carried that, that movie through. Like that's a yeah. great movie, no matter what's in it, but chemistry between uh, Sebastian Stan and Chris Evans is really good. Yeah. Um, and is that the movie or is it, um, civil war where he's holding onto the helicopter, like by one arm, that's civil war. Civil, Cause I, I remember really liking that scene, but yeah, but yeah. Well, so Chris Evans looked yummy in that scene. Of course. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Well, I just look at my wife and I'm like, yeah, that's totally what I got right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Winter Soldier. I don't know. I can't think of like a big, but that movie is so great. For a long time, it was my favorite in the MCU. Yeah, I have be, a friend that would agree with you. Like, loves Captain America, and like that that was his favorite movie for a long time. It's so good. It's just it's really really good. And the reveal, like we all knew, because like they called it. They shouldn't have called it the Winter Soldier. It's yeah. probably the worst thing because like right. everybody, everybody immediately googled and, it and it was like, oh, it's. Bucky. And you know what's really, really weird is the canon birthplace for Bucky Barnes is right here in Shelbyville, Indiana. Yeah, I know. Isn't that nuts? That's what Tim used to – he did something at the library for him. Like, took a bunch of comics and stuff like yeah. that for Bucky. I was like, uh, what? Steve Buchanan Barnes, I think is his name. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And I'm like, why? how the hell did he end up in New York by draft age? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> but, but, yeah. Uh, and then We the- need a statue of something. We took a, there was a massive jump to Guardians of the Galaxy oh from Winter God. Soldier. Like, yeah. I remember when this movie was coming out, 
And I'm, I was like, who the fuck are the Guardians of the Galaxy? I mean, I'd heard of them. I, I didn't even heard I knew, of them. I knew who Star-Lord was. And I knew who Gamora was because Gamora was, used to be in the, the Infinity Watch. And I had read some of those comics yeah. as a kid. And, but like outside of that, and they changed Gamora like completely. Yeah. She's not the same character in the comics. And this isn't even like the original lineup of the Guardians yeah, of the no, Galaxy. Yeah, no, it's this not. Because like, Yondu is one of the, yeah, um, he's one of the original Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy. Yeah, actually, you don't see the original lineup until the second movie. Yeah. And they're all older. It's Sylvester right. Stallone's character, yeah. Ben Rames. Um So, um, but yeah, what a fantastic, like, left field home run. Yeah, like, I've never seen... This is just, like, Kevin Feige just flexing so hard. He's like, you guys don't know who this is? Watch what I can do. Yeah. And it's just an amazing film. That was one of the great things about it was that they could do anything because nobody had any expectations. Yeah. And nobody could claim to be like, oh, you've ruined this character because it's like, no, you don't even know that. They might have, but you don't know that. Nobody knows that. It's, uh, it's, I mean, it's just really well done. It's also, it's a lot of fun. Like, it's yeah. a blast. And this was this was the movie where it was just like, Kevin Feige was fine. This is like them testing the waters of like, what can we get away with? Right. What characters can we do? And when this hit, they're like, oh, we can do anything. Like, yeah. it doesn't matter anymore. And the other big thing about this was it was like the first team, like, non-Avengers movie that yeah. they, they did. And I thought, that's not going to work because everybody's going to want to know the backstories. They're like, how are they going to cram everybody's backstory? And they did. And like, they, yeah, and they did. And the and stuff like Groot, they were like, eh, it's a mystery. You'll get over it. And everybody did. They're like, <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, like, I still don't know. And he I says, don't I am Groot and I much. love him. Like, Rocket Raccoon, you sort of get, like, little hints of what he's done. Uh, yeah. Gamora and Nebula both, you get pretty much their backstory. Yeah. Um, You get uh, Star-Lord's. Right. Drax, you hear his. Right. I mean, they, but they do it so seamlessly that you don't yeah. even know. And that's James Gunn. That's all James Gunn because they let him have free reign almost of this entire thing. And he's supposed to, from the way I understand it, he's supposed to sort of take the lead uh, going forward in Phase Four because it's going to be more cosmic. Yeah, that and they let him sort of take the take the reins. I always a bit. loved like the cosmic, like in like Marvel, uh, kind of. It's it's like a little bit of a separate universe. Like yeah, all the the uh stuff that like jack kirby was coming up with yeah like like the, the galactus nova, uh, all the nova the galactus the thanos thanos rather and, yeah uh, yeah it's and like that's where the most fun's at you're right and there's like a lot of dick stroking about who created the most powerful character out there because then like galactus shows up and then somebody's like okay well then here's a check to galactus and they'll they'll bring up like but here's the, a check to the check and like then, a what's he called the triumvirate the something yeah. triumvirate like and then they had like the one above all, and like it was just like it kept getting more and more ridiculous. It's like stop, knock it off. Yeah, <laughs> but now we're getting ready to see them all in the movie, so it's not gonna matter. It's gonna be. I, I am so ready to see a good Galactus. Galactus. You don't want to see another cloud monster? You know what? The cloud monster was like fine. Like, like I, I could have taken the shape of they. Well, like you saw his shadow. Yeah, right. That was well. You, I don't know why they thought nobody would buy the giant dude from space, but they thought that the people would buy a silver surfer. Right. Like it's like. Well, I mean, I would buy anything with Doug Jones on it. Well, yeah, that's but. obvious. <laughs> like, who doesn't love Doug? Me and Michelle were watching. Um, 
What was it? Oh, we're watching Ouija, uh, Origin of Evil. And she's like the demon, and she's like, oh, it's played by Doug Jones. I'm like, well, yeah. Well, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's you know, like, right. He, uh, he went to the same college as me, and sometimes I would just look up and go, do you guys remember that Doug Jones went here, right? <laughs> and one of my friends, like, had to flex to be even, like, more important. He was like, well, he went to the same high school as me. <laughs> And I was like, oh, yeah, big, like, we're all going to the same college that he went to. Nobody's impressed by that. <laughs> like, what a weirdo. But, like, it's weird that Ball State has all this David Letterman shit, but they don't have anything about Doug Jones. There's not even, like, a I mention anywhere. That probably because Doug or... Jones is more of a cult. Yeah, a celebrity. But, I mean, they also, We like, know who he is, but, like, if, right. he, if, like, I were to ask my mother, she wouldn't know who he was. Right. My sisters probably wouldn't know who he was. But just like anything, like a, a here's, mention, here's something. some yeah, here's some interesting people that went to school here. Like it's not all David Letterman. I'd like to meet Doug Jones. I heard he's a I heard he's a nice dude. Yeah. Um. Anyways, and then uh, what were we talking about? Yeah, what were we talking about? <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, a moment from that movie. Um. Yeah, that was pretty good. The, the middle <laughs> finger. The middle. Yeah. Uh, For those of you who can't see through the microphone, yeah, the, come on. The, <laughs> <laughs> the little uh, music box middle finger from the I think, the lineup that they were in. I gotta uh, say, probably the We Are Group moment. Yeah, that definitely. was the moment in that movie. That that his mother dying of cancer, like I was like, oh, that's sad. Mm-hmm. Didn't affect me. Even whenever he's holding the thing, the stone, and she's there, she's like, yeah. you know, grab my hand didn't really affect me we are group whenever a little cgi raccoon starts crying yeah i tears are flowing like right. I, I feel i'm like <laughs> his, his friend's dying right it's but it's like it's i love really well it's it's a testament to how james gunn built these characters up so you cared about them in just two hours right like you legitimately care about what happens to each of them that's pretty spectacular and i think that moment kind of encompasses uh what's great about that movie my favorite scene from that movie is the prison break scene like yeah they managed to squeeze more like prison break goodness into like a section of that movie than most like prison break movies and shows can do ever ever it, throughout that, an entire run like yeah you're right that, that was so that good. was so much fun it was ridiculous you know what it reminded me of it, what it was like is like whenever you're a little kid and you're playing with your toys and you have just this ridiculous imagination. I'm like, and then there's no gravity. And then, yeah, that's exactly it was like James Gunn got to play with all these fucking toys right. and he was just, he's a little kid again. And well, I just love like Rocket was like, okay, I'm gonna need that. And then he's like doing this plan and, and he's just kind of like looks up, like, huh, I could get that now and just reaches up. And just he said, it's important we get it last. <laughs> yeah, he did. Or like, now we improvise. Right. He's like, I'm gonna need that guy's arm. Let's like, talk. <laughs> <laughs> like that whole thing started right right in that scene. <laughs> that was so good. But the, let's talk about Bradley Cooper. Yeah. I like, would not have known that was him. No. Unless somebody had told me. Or I actually, even if somebody told me, I'm like, no. Right. That's no. not right. But seeing him do it. And in, and unless you knew the Iron Giant, you probably wouldn't have bought exactly. Diesel either. No, you would not have known that was him. But if you'd watch Iron Giant, you'd 100% right. get it. But, uh, oh. This, that movie is so good, and I legitimately cry every single time I watch that movie. Yeah, that movie's so. Challenge you do a dance off, bro. Like the the comedic. I think that that's 
the movie that really like they were like, hey, they liked the funny stuff. Like let's let's hammer do, that. Let, let's hammer more funny stuff. And like they do it so well. Though, they do, after they, that they movie, do like the funny, they do the emotional. Yeah, you know, and that's and that goes. Uh, what's next? Uh, uh, Age of Ultron. Ooh, that was a. I'd say that's a bad follow up. Because they, yeah. because they had to follow Guardians of the Galaxy, which was such a massive hit and loved yeah. by everybody. And then Age of Ultron was just sort of more of the same of the first Avengers movie, right? But uh, which wasn't bad because James Spader, oh my god, killed it. He killed it. Probably my favorite MCU villain, like just the way that he pulled off Ultron, but just. That movie, oh that God. his performance makes that movie worth watching yes. by itself. It's it's I would put it in maybe not on the spot, but in the same ballpark as like Heath Ledger Joker. Yeah, like I, just I, it's so not as I, yeah, good. probably not as good, but it is damn good villain and right. a damn good villain performance. And that's I mean James Spader's just brilliant. And I know that what I had read was like they had to keep doing different takes because like the actors couldn't stop watching James Spader mm-hmm. but like his thing it, like they had to have a thing on yeah so they, like so for what the, it ended up looking like they were just staring at his dick the entire time <laughs> so like they had to keep like alright another take stop look at the thing but they right. kept watching because he was so captivating right and uh, oddly enough though uh, I, I'm not 100% sure he has the moment of the movie I think it's Vision yeah with, I think that's when fair. he picks up when he picks up uh, Mjolnir and yeah. uh, he just hands it to Thor. Yeah, and Thor's like, <laughs> yeah, like, like, well, he's a robot. He's it's he's, you put an elevator it goes up doesn't mean the elevators are worthy. Right. Okay. Do you think Cap could have picked up the hammer, or do yes. you think that he was just like, ooh, I could pick this up, but I don't want to hurt Thor's feelings, or I do you see. think that the hammer was like? You're worthy, but you don't need it right now, so yeah. there's no reason for you to pick me up. I you see, I think he was almost worthy. I think it took it took the events of Civil War to make him worthy. Yeah. He stood his ground against all odds because he knew it was right. And I think that's what made him worthy. Right. I, I think he was almost there. That's why it wiggles a little bit. Um see, I'm not sure how the the hammer, quote unquote, can decide you know, I don't Who's know if it has really enough you know, like sentience to, to just be like, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll think really, about it. Yeah, uh, no. maybe later. Maybe later, but ask yeah, again like, later. But yeah, I don't know if 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 he budged it. I'm not sure if he had the the foresight to be like, don't hurt Thor's feelings. Like, don't. Pick it could, it up. It's what they said. I know that's what uh, the writer said of Endgame. They were like, oh, he could have lifted it before. He just didn't want to hurt. I'm like, that. No, I don't think that's right. Yeah, I mean, it's I mean, whatever they say. It's whatever. That's right. canon now. But I just, I think that the hammer was like, I've got no problem with you, but there's but no point. Yeah, you don't need you. it. Yeah, you don't need it right now. So that's uh, didn't Hulk try to pick it up in that movie too? Uh, or did he pick it up in the first movie? He tried to pick it up in the first in the first event. Yeah, that's movie. right. They were in the Hell he, Carrier. He just like, it was like, yeah, he he's in the Hell Carrier, and he's so fucking pissed <laughs> that he can't pick it up, and he just has a fit. Uh, I love that, but I did like um, Avengers and uh, Age of Ultron, the first version of Ultron. Whenever he's coming out and he's all creepy and like almost oh, like a zombie. That's what's like. That's the thing that gives me chills when I think about that. There are no strings on, on me. me. Like, yeah. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> a bit off topic, which is sort of the name of the game, right? Anymore. Um, I actually think there's a better version of that, 
and it's in. Have you ever? Did you ever watch Legends of Tomorrow? Uh, no, I haven't got around to that yet. So in the first season of that, they're fighting against. You know, they're going through time trying to stop Vandal Savage, and then they find out that no matter what they do, the Time Lords or whatever they're called, right? Yeah, control everything. They have a special place where they can control time. They control where everybody goes, no matter what. So they decide to go blow that up. But something happens where somebody has to stay behind to blow it up. Yeah. And uh, the entire time, from the time they find out to that moment, they're talking about how, like, they shouldn't be allowed to control them. It's not right. It's We should have our own freedoms. Well, it ends up being Wentworth Miller's – Wentworth, I think that's who it is, the guy who plays Captain Cold. Um, he stays behind. And as they come in there telling him to let go of it, he's like, there are no strings on me. And he lets, and he lets it blow up and yeah. kills everybody and himself. I was like, that's a really good version of that. I thought that was a really well done, but right. creepy wise, yeah, creepy. Fuck, like that was yeah. terrifying. And, and then also how that movie set up Claw, because like you yeah. know, I, I know a lot of Marvel. You know, like I don't want to toot my horn too big because somebody would be like, well, do you know this? And I'd be like, oh crap, no, <laughs> but I don't. No. <laughs> but but I was like, okay, we've got a guy that's obsessed with uh, vibranium, and he's got one arm and i was like we got claw baby like i know who that is yeah like, as, as, yeah as soon as i yeah i was pretty excited excited about that and especially because it was andy circus i like mm, whenever yeah. andy circus can be in a movie and not be mocap yes because uh, i think he's a really good actor and my, i mean jumping ahead a little bit i liked him as the villain more than uh killmonger everybody disagrees with me but i was like man i thought he was an amazing he was villain. a fun villain. Yeah. Like he was like he was like, he was just having a blast. Like Killmonger had more motivation, like more interesting. He had a more he was a more interesting villain. Right. Uh, but God, I love Claw, Claw was like, definitely the more fun, like crazy psycho having a blast doing what he's yeah. doing. Um, uh, what about Ant Man? You know what? I mean, everybody loves Avengers and Guardians of the Galaxy is the easy pick out of this phase, but I fucking love. Ant Man. I do too. Ant Man is like, like I say, if if I'm going to not the the first easiest choice, like everybody picks, mine's Ant Man. I uh, I, yeah, I like Ant Man quite. It actually, I, I enjoyed it when it, I first saw yeah, it because it's a great like heist movie. First yeah. of all, like they really pulled off like the guy that gets out of prison for one more job vibe. Yeah, it's it, it, but it was not like I wasn't super thrilled with it, and it wasn't until like I watched it again, and I was like, you know what, this is actually pretty solid. And then every time I've watched it, I just I enjoy it more and more yeah. and more. And I think Paul Rudd is the reason for that. Yeah, I think he's the reason that movie. He that dude is just a charm factory. Like yeah. he can't do any wrong. I can't right. imagine. I can't imagine a scenario in which he does something wrong. Right. Even if he murdered somebody. You'd be like, you know, it's probably a good reason for it. Yeah, I mean, he's a good guy. He's a good like, guy. Uh, <laughs> Even the judge would be like, you know what? You know, he, the guy probably was asking for it. It's fine. <laughs> um, I, oh God, where do I start with that movie? Um, I can't think of a. I honestly can't think I, of a. Real I can't moment. remember the, his friend's name. The the guy that summarizes everything and like. Oh, Michael Pena. The, the I can't remember the, yeah, the like character the most name ridiculous ways like. And when somebody said, okay, before Endgame comes out. Like, I know. We need to Why have a, haven't they done that? They need to have a summary of every movie up to this point by that guy. But, like, he was awesome. Uh, one of the most relatable for me scenes ever is he gets out of prison. He goes, 
like I got a master's in electrical engineering or what I'll be fine. It cuts to him working at like Baskin Robbins. Yeah. That was... I was like, God damn, that is my life. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bummer. Really? I know it's a bummer, but it's so fucking like, <laughs> what a reality check in a movie about a man who shrinks. You're right. Um, if I had to pick a, mo- a moment out of that movie, maybe whenever uh Darian cross, shrinks the guy and turns him into goop uh yeah that, that, that just, like turned my stomach it, it, it was just so picks gross. him up like yeah. like oh it's so gnarly that's but i that's the, honestly the moment that sticks out the most for me and then um, they but then they kill uh anthony and i was and, but i was just like all right all right and yeah you had no real connection shut up <laughs> stop uh, crying i i really liked the um like the briefcase fight where they're they're both tiny in the briefcase, and like the phone is going yes. off some ringtone, and the in the music Shit, I like forgot fills up that. the entire you know theater. And then like my favorite thing is when they zoom out, and it's like pew 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 pew, like ding ding ding, like nothing. Every then, time they did that, like you would think that would get old, but yeah, they did it so never, many times in that last fight. It was always funny. It was always the hilarious. The tank engine, yeah, it was, like so epic, and all of a sudden. It's like, yeah, and then it just like falls over like yeah. real, like nobody gives a shit. But like a second ago, you're like, "Oh my god, that's the biggest thing!" I, like that I, was that that whole probably last bit, like 20, 30 minutes of that movie, I thought was great. Yeah, uh, whenever Ant Man shrinks down to uh, what do they call that, they call it. He goes to the quant, yeah, the quantum realm. Quantum realm. Uh, that was a really cool visually. Yes, and a cool moment in the movie, like where he just utterly destroys. Uh, Darian Cross, yeah. Yellow Jacket. Uh, yeah, that was a, that was a really good movie. I don't think people, I don't think enough people give it credit for being as good as it is. You're right. Um, um, but that movie also was fantastic sound wise because I'm a sound nerd. But like every time he went small, all the sound design that had to go into like the giant floods of water. It's just like a little bit of water in the bathtub. Or yeah. Like making that giant train, like sound. the audio the audio is such a big part because it sounds humongous and then it cuts to like little toy blocks fall over. And it's just like that wouldn't be as funny without that amazing audio. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. You're uh, you're hundred percent right on that. Um, then we got civil war was next. I don't know. In phase three now. Yeah. That's phase three. That's, you know, that's really a thing. That's weird too, because I, I the, it's not the first, I think phase three ends with, um, Spider-Man, Far from home, instead of Endgame, and I think that's weird that, that yeah. Phase Two ends with Ant Man and not Avengers, right? Yeah, but uh, Civil War. I mean, holy shit, that was a fantastic movie, and really, it's like it's Avengers Three. Like that's all it is. Yeah, like let's not call it Captain America the movie. Like it's it really is Avengers Three. Uh, I will say though, it does focus more on Captain America because I found myself in the theater watching. I'm like, God, they're really focused on Captain America. And I'm like, Oh wait, yeah, yeah, it is Captain America. I, <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. Right. All right, they're doing good. Yeah, then. that. God, what a great. And this is the Russo brothers' movie. first uh, yeah. foray into the MCU. Um. Yeah. The, it, it, that was my favorite until Ragnarok. Uh, Spider Man's. Uh, first appearance yes. was a... Tom Holland is my favorite Spider-Man bar none I don't want to hear any nonsense about the other Spider-Man oh I'm, anybody else. I'm 100% with you on and, that That's... and people are like no 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 Tobey Maguire was my child I'm like no Tobey Maguire was a 40 year old yeah like he was a 40 year old he should have been teaching <laughs> science in high school not in science like I don't even think I saw the second Andrew Garfield movie 
Uh, it's but not like, good. But that's like I don't even remember if I saw it or not. But that's the weird thing about those. Like I think Tobey Maguire was a pretty okay Peter Parker. The tip he was a, a good stereotypical Peter Parker. Yeah. Andrew Garfield was a really good Spider Man. Terrible Peter Parker, but yeah. that's not his fault. That's because that dude's way too handsome and. Yeah, and and cool like, and it's not that Tom Holland isn't like handsome, but they they really did a good job with his awkward it. nerdiness. Yeah, yeah it's like the Superman thing, like where he he has to put on a gate and a pair of glasses, and all of a sudden you don't know who you like. Tom Holland, they just did such a great job making and, him, and also was a teenager. Like, yeah, and it's what a novel concept to to hire somebody young to play. Yeah, instead of picking people who are in their thirties, I right. I actually think. Uh, Tommy Wire was probably in his twenties, but that dude looks old. Yeah. Um. No. Yeah. Tom Holland is hands down the best Spider-Man that we've ever gotten, and will ever get probably. Probably. But uh, his appearance in it was I thought phenomenal. God. Yes. Uh, Ant Man turned into Giant Man. Yes. Uh, the, like that's one of the if if I had to pick a moment from that movie that almost got me to like that first spin around Avengers shot, like him turning into Giant Man. That was. was Oh, so good. There is one moment in this movie, and I call this is my favorite moment in the movie, and one of my favorites in the entire MCU. And it's such a small thing, and it all has to do with it's the line delivery. Yeah, it's at the end of the movie when Iron Man's fighting uh, Winter Soldier and yeah, Captain America. What a great fight that this is! Such too. a good and it's, the choreography in that is just, just it, incredible. It's after they reveal that Winter Soldier killed his parents. Yeah, it's whenever. Cap tries to reason with Tony, and then Tony just says, "He killed my mom." Yeah, and that moment hits like it hits me in my soul because it's like it's not he killed my parents, he didn't kill my mother, yeah. he, he killed, killed my mom. He, he killed my mom. Like he told, it said such a loving word, and it's coming from a man who's so snarky about everything, right. seems so nonchalant. Well, it's like he admired his dad a lot, but they were more like had a business relationship. Yeah, he loved his mom. But and yeah, that was, and like, and that's that's a really classic kind of like thing is it, like you you respect your dad, you love your mom. Yeah, like, yeah, that's true. It's it's generally how it, how it uh, ends up going. But like, I thought for me that performance alone right there, yeah, solidified that movie as the one of the best in the MCU. And Robert Downey Jr. is one of the best actors. Yeah. Um, but yeah, because just that, it's it, anybody else could deliver that, deliver that line and it would have been fine. But the way he delivered it was like there was so much heart behind uh, yeah. behind it. It was really really well done. But that that movie is filled almost with just big moments. Yeah. It's hard, kind of they hard also to had pick Black, Pan- Black Panther. Yep. His his uh, reveal, his big yeah. debut was in that, and he was bad. And like, what a great way, like to shuffle in character because some of these characters might not have had a great standalone movie if nobody knew who they were exactly yeah like spider-man had had a lot of ups and downs and there were probably people that were burned out on spider-man so they had to introduce him to be yeah. like okay now we have to go see the and it's like and it's not that black panther isn't a great character and he had an amazing movie and it was very successful i don't think he would have had that if he hadn't been in uh, exactly yeah first. and that, again not the not the black panther is not a good movie it's a really good movie it's really good um but yeah it, i think it, his debut in civil war was probably what led to that i, yeah. I think that movie is top what three probably yeah of the mcu 
Um, like I said, it was my number one until Ragnarok came out, and now it's probably number two. Doctor Strange. But, what do you think of that? You know, I, I keep saying this. No immediate humongous moments that I just was like, what the fuck? This is the best movie ever. But it was solid all the way through. Yeah, it was good. Like, the really CGI good. was the, the really visual incredible. effects yes. were holy shit. Like, yeah. you imagine somebody's, like, tripping going in there. Like, that, they would lose yes. their minds. But it, that movie is good. But it's really good. It I, does have a soft spot in my heart because it was the first Marvel movie I took my wife to. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm but, sorry. <laughs> no, we had a great time. Like, <laughs> But, yeah, it just um, – Benedict Cumberbatch is great. There's but one flaw I can think of. Off top he of shouldn't head. have driven a Lamborghini like 100 miles an hour. Yeah, no, that was just, that's an asshole move. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he kind of got what he deserved. A little bit. Um, no. But then he ended up being the Sorcerer Supreme, so I don't know. Fair trade. <laughs> Why didn't they just let him be British? Because say I, mean, I can say what I, we can say whatever, but like yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch is a great actor. Yeah, does not have a solid American voice. Like eh. it's not bad. It's, yeah, I've heard way worse. Yeah, you've heard my voice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mine's not solid either, man. Like <laughs> his is better than both of ours, and we're from here. Right. But he um he doesn't even go here. But he, <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, that's the only thing I'm like, like he could have just been a British dude that lives in New York. That's yeah. okay too. But whatever. That's not even a it's not even it's a minor yeah. My favorite hangout. character in that movie was his cape. His you cowl. right? Like that was the best character in that movie. Like the movie that movie has a lot of good characters. Like uh I don't like I didn't like um Rachel McAdams character that much. Not that she was yeah. bad, but it was just I didn't give a shit about her. I don't, but I also don't like Rachel McAdams. I don't think she's that great of an actor, so I get right. kind of bored with her performances. Um, yeah, I love Benedict Cumberbatch. Wong was, I think, yeah, Wong was oh, great dude. Like listening to Beyonce, he was good. Like he was yeah. the highlight of that movie. He was good. Uh, the cape obviously was. Uh, What's I her name? Tara Swinton. Uh, Tilda Swinton. Tilda Swinton. I was like, oh, that's not right. But yeah, yeah. shit. Yeah, she's. And I remember people were at first upset. And I'm like, you've got to understand because they're like, they're whitewashing. I'm like, you also got to see though that if you put like this really, you know, old Asian man and call him the ancient one, that feels a little racist. A little bit. Like, I'm not 100% yeah. sure it is, but like, I can see. But again, they picked Tilda Swinton. She is, I mean, can play anything. Yeah. So I don't. And I, I was so glad that she got a little callback in uh, Endgame. Yes, right? That like, was. I'm and, so glad to see her come back. Yeah. Like, if you had to pick one, you know, and they, and they picked, they had several, but like, I was so glad to see her. But I was like, hey, like. I was, I was, I was legit excited to see her. And then, her like, and she, uh, like, judo chops Hulk out of, you know, uh, yeah, that, out of his body. Like, I was like, that's killer moment right that's there. Good. That was, um, but yeah, not a lot of big moments in that movie, but it's really good yeah. like there yeah the cgi was what i remember most that was being like the, amazed by the yeah, that folding was a, buildings and stuff like very inceptiony but like yeah amped up to 11 yeah uh gardens of galaxy volume 2 not I, as good as the first one not, not quite as good as the first one but i will never forget that opening scene where they're fighting yes. whatever the hell that is and baby Groot just dancing around just dancing and like that started a whole thing about everybody has to have a baby 
character. Baby something in the like like Baby Yoda. I am convinced is born of uh, is born of Baby Groot. It has to be right, like right, like. But it seemed like everything all of a sudden because Baby Groot was everywhere. He was on everything. Yeah, like he was a marketing like cash cow. I don't think movie. they thought that he was gonna be as big as he was. Yeah, but he's quite small, in fact. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, that movie. Um, and that movie also was the first movie I think that I had ever bought in a 4K Blu-ray. Oh, really? So I remember getting it home. And putting it in the Xbox One S thing with the 4K player and being like, whoa, like HDR, the colors are incredible. But like, um, the fight with like, ego. What? The fight with ego? Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty. And you know, as being a, a fan of the a lot of the Marvel comics and the cosmic stuff, ego didn't sit right with me for a long time. I just didn't sit right with me that they. I mean, he wasn't a giant fucker, in the, you know, with a face. Like, right. Just, like, seriously? But, and then they did it. But, you know, he being, um, I don't know, he was kind of like a representative of the planet. Like, yeah, he, he which was, was... kind of like a pinky finger that he could move around anywhere. You yeah. Know? And so, like, I, I got over it. But. Yeah. But then you see the face, though, in the yeah. at the end. I thought that was really, really clever and well done. You know how they got him? Because that was owned by Fox. No, I don't actually Because, so Ego the Living Planet was owned by Fox, and Marvel Studios owned the rights to, or no, Fox wanted to use Negasonic Teenage Warhead for Deadpool, but wanted to change her entire character, her powers, and everything like that, but they had to get permission. So Marvel's like, sure, but we need, we want to use Ego the Living Planet. And they're like, oh, for what? And he's like, oh, he's just going to be a background character. You just got to sign off and let us be able to use him in the MCU. And they're like, oh, okay. And then they make him the main fucking villain. Right. And I'm like, oh, that's mm, that's sassy, Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> got him. Uh, I think the entire um, fight with Ego at the end. Uh, but again, another performance moment in that movie was uh, when he reveals that he killed... He put the tumor in his mother's head. Yeah. And, and then he, he, he killed snaps him out of like, it. He's like, what? And he just kills the shit out of him. Yeah. He that killed was, my mom. Like, yeah, it was another kill my mom moment. It was. Yeah. Uh, and then Yondu, like, that, like, I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. Everybody remembered oh that. Oh, my God, yes. Everybody remembered that for, like, years after that movie came out. People were going, I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. Like, Yondu... The last like, he was neat in the first movie, yeah, but he but was I he was probably the star of the show in the second. He one. really kind of was, and it was, and I, it still gets even talking about it gets I get a little watery, uh, but like the last probably fifteen twenty minutes of that movie, nothing but tears flow because right. it's just like the moment whenever Yondu is going up there and he said that you know I may not have been your uh, father but I was your daddy yeah and it was I mean it was moments like that and then his actual death was heartbreaking and then yeah. his funeral oh holy shit like yeah. that just damn it man that was and good. i can't remember the the guy that picked up like the weird needle thing but oh it, uh, it, it's sean gunn i can't remember the character name but yeah it's but like, james gunn's brother yeah i just i love that little needle thing and i love that that guy was like trying to practice with it and yeah kept, like, sticking people in the ass accident or whatever but that was a like another standout moment. In that movie was the the scene on the that ship 
with all the Raiders or whatever, and he just was whistling, and that thing was just flying around yes. slow-mo. That was... Just taking everybody out. That was the Quicksilver scene in Days of Future Past, yeah. but with an arrow. Yeah, and people were like, that's why he couldn't have been in, like, Endgame. Yeah, because or, he could have uh, wiped War. them all out. Yeah, he would have wiped out that entire battlefield yeah. in Infinity War, like... He could have killed Thanos. He like, might have killed Thanos even. He might we need to most... see that. We need an alternate universe version of that movie where it's just Yondu versus how that entire army or whatever. Yeah, that's what we did. How yeah. it should have ended. Uh, what's the next? Uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming. Um, I was really excited for that movie because I loved Spider-Man and Civil War, and then this movie just wasn't all that special to me. Like I remember liking it and enjoying it, but I was just like, eh. I liked it a lot. Um, like I really like the Tom Holland stuff. Tom and, Holland performance was just, I mean, great. Yeah, anything where like Tony Stark was becoming his new dad, but yeah, like that building that relationship is really good. And then the moment when he lifts uh, all that rubble off of himself, yeah, so good. Classic and that's, I mean, again, that is Tom Holland's performance is the th- and Michael Keaton. Yeah, I think Michael Keaton was a really good villain. Um. Yeah, I do like even though you kind of see it coming, the reveal that he is that girl's father. Yeah, really well done. And then yeah. the entire awkward scene in the car. <laughs> Holy shit! Right. But I yeah, there. I, I can't really think of a real big moment other than lifting the rubble off. That is probably probably that's probably one of the biggest moments. Um, but it's um. Yeah, it, I I enjoyed it a lot, yeah. but I can definitely see where people were just like, eh, it's fine. Right, you know, it's not. It, it wasn't epic. It and, wasn't. And what's sad is it had a lot of stiff competition in in this phase. Yes, it, yeah, like there was some of the best Marvel movies ever made. Easily some it, of the best. Like, of, yeah, it's because even the next one, Thor Ragnarok, yeah. that's better than uh, oh, Homecoming. Man, Thor Ragnarok. Like I said, it's my favorite. The, it was funny for a while. I saw at least the beginning of Ragnarok every day for a while because we had a dog that had anxiety issues and we tried like anything. So we'd put him in a cage and he would freak out. We would try stuff like putting on the TV. So like for a month straight every day, it was like, well, I'll just put something on TV, put something on Netflix. And it was Thor Ragnarok. Cause it was the longest movie that like I could think of that was on Netflix. So I would just put it on and hope that for like the almost three hour playtime that it would just kind of keep him chill until my wife could get home from work. But so like I watched the beginning of that movie, like probably 30 times. (laughs) That's a good, I mean, that's a really good movie. There's a lot of really great moments. Uh, Mjolnir being uh, shattered was, they shouldn't have wasted it in the trailer. That's, that's the one thing I did. The trailers for these Her movies... Her catching it would have been enough. Yeah. But I think a lot... With most of the MCU movies, I think they give away way too much in the trailers. Yeah, that's why I quit watching trailers. Like, yeah, I really I just, should stop. I mean, I just quit watching them because I'm like, I, you you know everything going in then. Like, yeah. Like, you know all... Like, it's like I just... I want to be surprised and I want to sit there in the theater and, like, slap my arm around. It's like, yeah! It's, like, yeah, and be... St- you're just excited. Yeah, over just it. like stoked that it's happening. And yeah, I just, I quit watching trailers to movies, like for the, a, a large part. But what's, uh, uh, what's, what's your favorite moment in Ragnarok? Um, what was it? You were the god of again when she's like got him by the balls. Oh, and she's like, yeah. what was it? You were the god of again. And he has that moment with his dad. He was like, you aren't the god of hammers, boy. Like, <laughs> just sassy. Uh, Odin was like, yeah. 
I love that, like, like retired Odin, like, I don't give a shit anymore. Go fuck yourself. And he was like, you're the fucking god of thunder, dude. You don't need a hammer. That was, yeah. And, and he was that. just like, huh. And then, like, the missing eye thing lit up. Yes. Like, it was just the biggest thunder fucking strike that ever lived. It still wasn't enough to get her, but it was just like, and then the Led Zeppelin where he's like, Floating across the bridge, yes, and just, holy shit, just destroying and he's straight, everything. He does the he does the straight Raiden move. To, yeah, yeah, that was that entire um, last last act was just amazing but, from beginning to end. It was, but the movie itself, like uh, the little moment of like uh, when he first starts to realize that he has the power without the hammer. Yeah, uh, that was really good. Anything with Korg, yeah, anything with Korg, um, anything with Hulk, like. Yes. Hulk is, it does not have probably the juice to carry a movie. We found that out. Yeah. Like a couple times actually. I I think that they could do it, but it would have to be like an emotional impact movie and it couldn't like, it would have to be the tortured monster thing. You'd have to, and it would have to be done. I think you'd have to kill him at the end of it. Maybe like it would have to be one of those movies where it's just like, like, this is it for him. Yeah. But he is such a good supporting character. Yeah. That that scene everybody knows like, "Yes! He's a friend from work." Like that is so amazing. And then that fight, like it it's this like, "Okay, we're finally going to settle this. Which one of them is actually the most powerful Avenger?" Cuz Thor, Thor was going to win. Uh, yeah, like Thor was like on the fucking edge of it and they shut him down. That was uh yeah, Jeff Goldblum Yes. So oh good my in that god. Movie. Um Dude, yeah, there wasn't I don't so think good. there was a bad moment in that movie. Uh I I do think there was probably they leaned heavy into because that was after Ghostbusters came out. Yeah. Whenever people found out like, oh, you know, Chris Hemsworth can be funny too. Yeah. I think they leaned really heavy into making Thor almost too dim. Yeah, I I'd, I'd say that's fair, but yeah, but it wasn't it wasn't bad. Like it right. was still really funny, and the movie was really good. Yeah, um, I actually think uh, I think I would I would enjoy seeing a Thor movie from the Russo brothers. Yeah, because watching how they handled him in Endgame and in uh, yeah. Infinity War, it's really good. He, yeah. They they knew how to handle him really well. But yeah, Thor had such an emotional journey in Ragnarok, and it was like. Yes, that movie's hilarious, and yes, it has great fight scenes, but it was like the stuff that I like stuck around for the stuff like the scenes that I skipped to are those like emotional scenes, and that and then he probably without this movie would not have had those emotional scenes yeah. in uh, Endgame. So I was just like, what an incredible ride that this character goes through. Like his and arc, like, and Valkyrie too, like has this incredible ride with him as yeah. she you know, goes from like, I don't give a shit about the Valkyries. To giving all the shits. And to giving all the shits. I think, um, um, like his arc is, yeah, you can go, you know, Thor 1, 2, and then Ragnarok and on. I think his arc really kind of starts at Ragnarok. Yeah. And goes forward. Um, but yeah, that was, I mean, that movie is big moments and just a great movie overall. That was, yeah. uh, that was that's, that's hard to dispute, I think, for anybody. I mean, I can yeah. see where people... Maybe they thought it was too too much comedy, but yeah, I I heard it's I've hard heard to that dispute. Before. It's hard to dispute that it's a good movie and it is funny. Yeah, but um, next one being uh, Black Panther. You know, 
um, I was very pleasantly surprised at how successful that movie was, and it deserved it. Yeah, it was I just really kind of well was thinking, you know, not that many people know who Black Panther is, and I just don't think it's gonna like be a huge smash hit. But and then boom, and then yeah, and then Oscar like, nominated. Yeah, and I mean, and it totally deserved it. Yeah, but I just was like, when I saw it come out, I was like, man, if they don't play that right, it they'll ruin black Panther because like he deserves so much and if like, and they don't handle it right. Like he probably will never be back for another movie. Yeah. But, I think uh Killmonger was a great, great villain. Yeah. Uh, Claws. We said, before. Like I, said I loved claw. No, nobody agrees with me that he was the real villain of that movie, but I loved him. See, I think, I, I think Killmonger was the best, probably the best part of that movie. I honestly, I kind of think that, um, Chadwick uh, Boseman, I think his mm-hmm. name is, uh, uh, the guy who plays Black Panther. Right. Kind, kind of the weakest part of the movie. Mm, maybe not. Again, not saying that he was bad in the movie. Right. But like, I mean, Michael B. Jordan gonna... killed it. Yeah. Uh, Andy Serkis killed it. Uh, I have heard people argue that he is the weak. Like Andy Serkis was the weak part of that movie, though. Like I've just really? heard that, but because nobody really thought Claw was all that. Yeah, essential if you're or dangerous. Not, like he really wasn't essential to that. No, movie. but I loved him. Yeah. So oh much. yeah. No, no. I 100 percent loved him. But yeah, he really guess. I guess he really wasn't that essential to the movie. Not really. Um, but no, I uh, was there a big moment in that movie? Uh, um, whenever um, oh shit, I can't remember. Mbatu. Whenever he shows up at the end, him and his mm-hmm. tribe show up. Yeah, that, that was, was a good. pretty awesome moment. Like, I thought the scenery in that, like, just—I mean, it was probably mostly CGI, but like, really when they beautiful. first show up to Wakanda, I just kept thinking, "This is gorgeous." It was. It really was like, like a gorgeous I want to go to this place. It, like, and I hadn't thought that much of a the scenery of a place since like Avatar. Right. I was just like, I want to go to that place. I want to see this in person. Yeah, that like, was it's so beautiful. Yeah, that was a really beautiful movie. Like yeah. everything in it was beautiful. Yeah, and it was uh, yeah, just a really cool movie. And that movie—that's another one that kind of grew on me. Like I watched it, and uh, I was—I was like, "This is this is really good. I enjoy it." And then the more I thought about, it, I was like, "God damn it, that was a good movie. Like I really good, liked it. Good movie." Um, then we go into Infinity War. Boy, we—I mean. Where do you start? Where do you start? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> that movie um, is a big moment. Like That movie is a big moment. Because, I mean, like I said earlier, how the Avengers had that big kind of 360 thing, and I was like, like, we've been years in the making. Like, they were years in the making of, like, little hints and after credit scenes and little bits and pieces. Like you saw Thanos in Avengers. Yeah. And then you saw him briefly in guardians of the galaxy. Yep. But like he, I'm, there, when that movie came out, I think there were still people that didn't know who the hell he was. Yeah. Like so they'd done was... like, he just kind of popped up. That's like my, my one criticism is that he, he wasn't really a credit, a credible threat. Like he wasn't the overarching looming, Thing to the casual fan, right. anybody that knew was there, like, oh god, like yeah, he's, like, oh, he's coming, shit, this is, he's coming, it's about to get real. Yeah, is it? Is it at the end of uh, Ragnarok when he gets the gauntlet? There's an after credit scene, one of them where he's oh, like, he's just fine, I'll do it myself. Yeah, I think that's the end of, end of 
Guardians 2? Or it might have been Guardians 2, or was it... I don't remember, but that was the moment I was like, you better watch out. Yeah, I was you like, better watch oh, out. shit. Like, um, yeah. Infinity War, God, I mean... Okay, my, I guess my favorite moment of that movie is probably when Spider-Man gets snapped. Yeah. That one... That's rough. It hurts. Still hurts. Especially because it's uh, ad-libbed, apparently. Yeah. That was just Tom Holland. They're like, all right, you're... You're dying You're turning into dust. Yeah. Now, now die. Go ahead. Go. Yeah. And he's just like, okay. And then he gives the performance of a lifetime. Yeah. In a small window of opportunity. Yeah. More with less. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Vision's death was really well done, I thought. Yeah. Um... Another favorite moment of mine, and people argued this, like I, the ridiculous things I saw online. Whenever Cap holds back Thanos, that's one of my favorite moments. I don't that's care what anybody says. Like MCU. I'm finishing this fight. Like he is. Yeah, that was and, the moment I was like, I was like, okay, he dies in Endgame. That's why yeah. I thought because this was him, and this was you know the final straw, and it was. But it was uh, that moment. I, I saw people arguing like. Well, it's just ridiculous that he's able to do that with the with uh, Thanos having the power. So I'm like, one, sh- shut up. It's a comic book movie. Yeah, it, I'm pretty sure that Captain America's secret superpower is that he has will based super strength. I think that's what it is. That's like, it sort of feel, and that's why I, I was like, the whole moment was like he was he was protecting those that he loved, and it yeah. was, it took every ounce of his will to just well, be just, like they're not getting past me. Yeah, and I just love how like little his hands look are like Thanos's giant sausage yeah, fingers. Yeah, he's just he's gritting his beautiful teeth at yeah. him, and he's and Thanos like it's not it's probably not that Thanos couldn't push past him. It's just that he pushed and it was like, huh, this is harder than I thought. Yeah, and he, then he smushes him like nothing. Like you see the look in his eye. He's like, huh, yeah, how about that? He's how a fight, that? and it was like, and I think Thanos, you know, he's he's that classic most well done villain where they think they're right. They think that they're doing yes. the best thing here. And that generally and is, they it re- speaks to his villainy. Yeah. But like in that moment, I think he had some respect for, for Captain Mary. He was yeah. like, I see, I, I understand why you're fighting this fight and I admire your tenacity. Yeah. And that's, that's but exactly like, what it felt like, but he get out of my fucking way. Yeah. Yeah. Get out of my fucking way. Um, but it, yeah, that was, that moment, I do, and that's the thing that speaks to Thanos's villainy is like, because uh, I heard people say, "Well, why didn't he? If he, that was his concern, why didn't he just double the resources? I'm like, because he's the villain. Yeah, his immediate thought is, well, destroy half the people. Right. That's the only option. He doesn't see a possible positive way to do it. He just sees the way that makes the most. He's very pragmatic. That's the yeah. one that makes the most sense. I mean, and there's not enough space for double the stuff. Yeah, you can't really just double resources. Anyway. It's you know, plenty of room to kill half of uh, the yeah. universe. Um, yeah, that movie. I mean, that really that movie is just filled with big moments. Yeah, uh, only to be rivaled by Endgame. Right. Um, it, it's it's just hard. Like we could probably talk as long as we've been talking about Infinity War and, and Endgame. Oh yeah, that's so. It's just like nobody can fault us for not going anywhere because it's just like well let's just sit down and watch the movie yeah and like and then just talk about it yeah and the just entire like, time yeah just have commentary about the entire movie because it's just the the one thing that kind of irked me was that they they did the fake out of like that hulk was going to be in the movie 
Yeah, that was. I don't think that was a fake out. I think the intention was because there was toys sold and there's there was a pop vinyl of the Hulk busting out of the Hulk Buster armor. Okay, and then they his intention to was it. yeah. I think they changed it, and that's why uh, that's why Bruce Banner looks so janky mm-hmm. in the Hulk Buster suit. Like you can tell very much, like it's just a floating head. Yeah. Um, but the Hulk Buster, like that was my one of my favorite scenes in Ultron. Yeah. So like to see that come back. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. Yeah, go, go to sleep. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. I loved that that scene. Uh, but but yeah, like the Hulk. I just love the Hulkbuster. That's just like one yeah, of my it favorite so, things. It looks so good. Like yeah. Um. Yeah. Damn. There were. I. I can't. I honestly don't think. I can't even think. Of, like Cap's return was amazing. Yeah. And a lot of this also has to do with watching it with a crowd that first yeah. night. That and I'm usually not for people applauding or because I think it's stupid generally, but it fit. Right, it made perfect sense to do it with this movie. Cap returning was a huge moment. Yeah, Um, to see him and Bucky fighting together. Yes, instead of against each other. Yeah, that was yeah that was that yeah that giant battle is like if if Marvel had something that could be like okay we're gonna rival. like the Lord of the Rings battle or yeah, gonna, like this was re- like that was Venom Goros. Yeah. That's what those things were. They look like Goro covered in Venom yeah. symbiote. <laughs> but yeah, that battle and having all those characters like on the field at the same time and Thor with the, uh, with a uh, Stormbreaker. Yeah, Stormbreaker. That's, and I almost, I can't believe I almost forgot yeah. it. That's the big moment of the movie. Yeah. That's the, the bring me Thanos moment. Uh, when right. he shoots down and it's just like, holy shit. Cause like that whole time you're like, well, if they had Thor, this would be over. But yeah, like he, he doesn't have a hammer and he's got other, he's got some other things. And he was like, well, the only thing in the universe that could beat that gauntlet is something where, where the gauntlet was made. And then Peter Dinklage was like, I was, I didn't have a clue. He was going to be in the movie. I knew he was going to be in it, but I thought so he was supposed I, to be another character. Uh, and then he just shows up like, oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> so he was great, and then um, yeah, like he should have aimed for the head. Yeah, and that it was, was like, and oh that deliver that line delivery was was fierce. Like it yeah. was, just, he's like, you should have aimed for the head. Like he just yeah, fucking hammered down on that head part, and he just right. snapped his fingers. That was um, and then I guess in the 4K version, uh, you only noticed like when he's after he does it, you see the time stone is working his way around the wound, the wound where the Stormbreaker was. Oh, okay, so that he, makes sense. He heals himself, and you only see that in 4K apparently. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that that entire from that moment on, like, holy shit, the entire time, and that was. And that's what you know, people are like. Well, yeah, he should aim for the head. That was stupid. Like, this is a big plot hole. I'm like, you try swinging a giant axe well, hammer. See, I from took like, it as. 500 feet in the air and hit somebody square between the eyes. Right. Like he's a God, but he's not the God of throwing axes. He might be. He might be. Uh, I took it more as he was cocky. He wanted Thanos to know that he was the one killing. Him. Yeah. Maybe that's part of it. And it was just, and he's like, should aim for the head, but it was God. That movie. I'm going to watch that after you go. I'm... <laughs> Unfortunately though, the movie that had to follow it, yeah. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Like, I can't think of a moment. In fact, honestly, 
I watched him it skating, once. Skating down the the boulevard or whatever as Giant Man. Like, I I but... watched it once and I fell asleep. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I can't, and I didn't even care. Like I was like, oh well. Oh, I, just... I mean, yeah, it's as good as that first Ant Man was. This was a pretty like floppy dick of a. This is just womp womp. Yeah, that was yeah. There's not a good moment. I mean, there's it, a good. It's there's, fine. Yeah, there's some good stuff in it, but it's just not. Again, what I've seen, I I fell asleep, so I can't really. Like, yeah, if if I if we had to pick a, a Incredible Hulk out of this phase, it's, uh, it's damn, unfortunately, yeah. But, but I'd still rather watch that than Incredible Hulk. Oddly, still, though. yeah. But it's like after all that not great movie it has like the most important scene yes between that the infinity war and endgame yeah and that was uh yeah whenever he gets trapped in the quantum realm that was pretty amazing that was cool uh and then they just turn to dust and that's just what it is yep um then there's Captain Marvel. Uh, did you like Captain Marvel? I loved Captain Marvel. I thought it was and really good. You know what? The one thing that pissed me off was it was the first movie that they were like, wow, it was so long ago when this happened, and I was alive. I know. I was so mad. I was like, I'm not that old yet. Stop making movies about that really, nostalgia. It's like, like, I hate that it's called the period piece because I'm like, yeah. I lived there. Yeah, I, I lived there. I knew those things. but I knew Blockbuster. Yeah. I knew Mallrats. Yeah. <laughs> God, I love Mallrats too. That is a really good that's a goddamn good movie. Yeah, but um but yeah, I really actually really loved that movie. Seeing Nick Fury as a young man. Yeah, that was, was fun. Good. Goose was yes. easily the star of the show. Yes, like, he, yes. Um I always, I had a theory. I kept I would bug Joseph about it. Like I said the reason cuz in the book in the comic books uh Goose is called Chewy named after Chewbacca and they changed his name for whatever reason. I think there's an actual reason for it, but I can't remember what it is. Yeah. But, uh, I told Joseph all the time. I was like, I was like, you know why his name's not Chewy? And they're like, he's like, why is it Star Wars is an existing universe? Because they're going to be connected. And then he's like, he's like, but Spider-Man mentions it in civil war. I'm like, yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it is weird that like, they have so many pop culture references that they reference movies. The actors that are in that movie are in, and you're like, like Nick Fury's gravestone is uh, the passage he reads in Pulp Fiction. Yeah, like stuff like that. It's like, come on, yeah, <laughs> flirting a little bit there, a little bit. But uh, uh, but yeah, like I I had a theory that Goose was gonna like eat the Infinity Gauntlet or something at some point. I really yeah, the thought, I thought really thought Goose would come back at yeah, some point. But I thought he would too, but that's no cat. <laughs> yeah, like, ah. right. uh, but yeah, and the the. Um, Scrolls like really well done. I liked the scrolls, but the scrolls were always the bad guys. Yeah, like they were the 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 secret invasion. Like they were the bad guys. I'm curious how and, they're gonna square that because they they're gonna eventually have to do secret invasion. Yeah. Um. Or secret? No, secret was different. Secret invasion rather. Um. They're gonna have to square that somehow, and I they'll figure it out. They're right. smarter than either you or me. Right. Um. But yeah, like just having it kind of turn out like they're not the baddies. I thought that was kind of cool. Like, though. It was a good yeah, twist. That was so good. I was like, oh shit! All yeah. right. Oh, so good. And then Captain Marvel, like again, like the only weakness she has is emotions, or that she doesn't know how to control her powers. Like it's it's that classic. Like, well, we couldn't. She's too strong. Think, yeah, she's too strong. Or she's so too we, sad. Or she's too sad. 
So it's like, well, her, her, her weakness is that she doesn't really know how to control her powers to the last 20 minutes of the movie. Yeah. But yeah. Then, and then she, she just harnesses did, it like nothing. Yeah. But then like her signature move, which is just flying head first into a ship and coming out the other side <laughs> in a giant like it's ass the, explosion. It's not the it's most solid uh, tactic. You know what? It works. But it, it did the trick. Like, if Superman just decided to be a boxer and not have any of the other powers, like, nobody could stop him anyway. No, like, you're right. Yeah, you could just beat the fucking snot out of people. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, she's not the most eloquent, but I really liked the character. Like, I, I mean. Moments in that movie that, like, there were there very few, but there's two that I can think of on top of my head that I really enjoyed. One was Stanley's cameo specifically. I thought it was really good because, one, it was right after Stanley died. Yeah. And. Honestly, the opening of it, they just do a bunch of all of Stanley's cameos in the Marvel Studios logo. Yeah, I I literally cried. I was yeah. like, you know, honestly, the list of movies I don't cry during is way shorter than the ones I do. <laughs> right. I'm not gonna lie. I could do a whole podcast on that. Like, what movies don't make you cry? I'm like three. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh that it but the scene was like, cause like. Anybody who anybody who's ever listened to either what were we talking about or anything I've ever done like knows that I absolutely love Kevin Smith. Uh, yeah. I idolize the dude. Um, so like the fact that he has spent most of his career just fucking tagging Marvel and comic books and Batman and yeah. and Star Wars, and he already had Star Wars tag him back in Force Awakens, and now he got fucking Marvel Studios to tag him back like. That was really cool. Yeah. Like really, really cool. Um uh that that moment stood out to me. But the other one is the final fight between her and um it's not Marvel, it's uh uh God, I can't remember Jude Law. Yeah. And she just like she fought ass, she she like, fought actor Jude Law yeah. in the movie. <laughs> he was uh, like, Why are you doing this? What, is, what did I do? Uh and like yeah, she just, she just he's like Fight me hand to hand. She just blasts him. Yeah, like, just I just got nothing to you. I was like, yeah, I don't have anything to prove. I love to that because I've waited for a long time for a movie where like the clearly overpowered villain, yeah, like gets smacked down easily. Like that doesn't happen yeah. ever. And that was it was a really cool moment. And it was movie. just like it was like the Indiana Jones moment. Like we don't need to have a sword fight. I'll just shoot you. Yeah, there you go. Like yeah, like this is stupid. That was the, that was exactly <laughs> what it was too. It was just, he was flexing uh, hard. And he was just like. He's like, go ahead, fight me hand to hand. I can, you know, prove that you're. It's like, no, fuck off. Yeah. I also really love the um, Nick Fury like trying to make like a fingerprint thing out of tape, and like doing all this secret agent stuff, and then she just like lasers the door. He was like, bitch, you could have done that anytime. <laughs> like, I really love their dynamic a yeah, lot. They were like, and Coulson I would... came back too. Like, I was like, I missed Coulson. I would have watched. I, I could watch just a series of movies of of uh, Nick Fury and Captain Marvel yeah. together, just on going on, you know, getting out of j- each other out of jams. And yeah, shit. it's just like it was like a good buddy cop movie for like a good like, or a Coulson Fury it. movie. Like, yeah, based on that same time period, that would have been. You know what blows my mind about Marvel is they've covered a lot of genres. Like they've had heist movies, they've had period pieces, you know, like the World War Two drama, and then they and they had a buddy cop movie like. They, and it's it's a little subtle. Like you go in, it's a, oh these are all superhero movies, but it's like you can pick like subgenres out of political these. thriller. Yeah, political thriller. Like you can you could pick all kinds of stuff out of these. And yeah, that's 
they're each like their There's, own little genre. Yeah. And I love that. Um, and we got the big one next. Yeah. Endgame. This is probably going to take up the most of the... Okay. Or we could skip it. Yeah. Just, fuck it. Yeah, it was a good movie. Let's move it on. It was fine. <laughs> it was fine. We, um, okay, so we said Infinity War is nothing but big moments. It's trumped yes. by Endgame. It's, yes. So, uh, uh, man, I had a shitty first experience with Endgame. I saw it in a shitty theater. Um, it, it was a flat seating. Like, that, it didn't curve oh. up. It was flat. So the only way they could fix not being able to see the people in front of you is they angled, like, the screen up towards the ceiling, and it was just, like, awful. And I saw it with a bunch of teenagers. The fuck did you go? Uh, so, do you know Rushville down the road? It's where I'm from. It's a really podunk little town. Yeah. And it, I mean, and they are doing great things, don't get me wrong, but they haven't had a movie theater since I was a kid, and they brought it back. But, like, they couldn't build a brand-new, you know, state-of-the-art movie theater, so they they used what they had right and it's better than i thought it would be but like you can go in there sometimes there's nobody there like on in the middle of the afternoon or whatever and see like cheap movies and it's awesome but yeah it, it was not a great place to go see uh, end game at i wish i had seen seen it somewhere else the the first time i ever saw it yeah but i don't think i saw it again in theaters oh, i really? might have i might have seen it one more time but i can't remember it People, oh yeah, we just saw Endgame like for the third time. I was like, well, why didn't you call me? I would have gone to see it. Like, I would have went. Yeah, I would have gone. But um, and the other thing was like, it was a packed theater. Like, no matter who, how many weeks out, people said that they went to go see it for the first time. Whatever, it was still packed. Yeah. So like, I'm almost glad I didn't go see it in theaters like more. But when I got it on Blu-ray, I was like, everybody shut up. Mm-hmm. Nobody make a sound. This is this is quiet like, time. I am watching this as loud as I want to, nobody can stop me. Like, and, and I just finally got like the experience I really wanted out of that movie. But, um, I think that movie had one of the biggest plot twists, like where they just open killing Thanos. Yeah. Right. I just sat there like check. I checked my phone. I was like, well, but it's only, it's only been like a half an hour. What? There's only where do two they, and a half to go. Where do they go from here? Like what? Back is in it, time. Uh, well, I was like, is there another villain? Like, what are they going to do? I think that's what most people uh, going into the movie. A lot of people thought that um, the villain was going to be. Oh god, who was it? Like, there were another big villain. Yeah, and they thought that it was going to uh, uh, annihilus. Is who they thought yeah. it was going to be. And uh, they thought, like, okay, they're going to get rid of Thanos at the beginning of it, and then they're going to have a nihilist to deal with for the rest of the movie. And then they kill him, and everybody's like, oh, shit, they're going to do it. Yeah. Um, but the way they did it, I thought it was Boy. wonderful. But, yeah. The, the, yeah. man, the, um, the big return at the end of all the heroes. Yeah, enough, like, I get I, chills. Like I said, if I had to pick one moment that was like, that first moment when I was like, this is the best thing that's ever happened in my life. And the first Avengers, like that's it. The Avengers assemble. Like he finally fucking says it. Cause they yeah. almost said it once or twice. Yeah. And, he's, and then finally he's just like assemble. And it's like, <sighs> yeah, it was like everybody in the theater went fucking nuts. Everybody, like, yeah, everybody went fucking bananas. Yeah. And, and it was, oh, it was but like trying to like go a little bit in order, like the opening scene and they cut, 
Thanos head off and it's just like where do we go from here and then it's just like five years later I was like what do you mean five, well, five years later years. I'm like you mean nothing interesting happened for five years and they're like not really yeah. but like everybody's sad there's like whales in New York Harbor like whatever like and then Ant-Man accidentally gets let out by of a his rat. prison by a rat and Ken Jong does nothing to like add to the movie he's just there he happens to be there like. but like i love kinjong so much and he, it's all he needed to do was just be there it's almost like he was just passing by while they're filming they're like hey yeah. well i mean like the russo brothers had a lot to do with the show community yeah that's... and then they all had these all these actors from community yeah come there's... in and be and have cameos and stuff um because you bet nicole brown was yep. in um civil war and so was um Oh, the guy that plays the Dean. All of a sudden, I can't think of his name. Oh, um. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Um. Yeah, that was, um. But yeah, like, just him being in there was just, like, was wonderful. fine. Like, he was, he just didn't need to do a whole lot. He was just there. It was, it was Kinjong. It was. Uh, Jim Rash. That's his name. But they, um. Yeah, going from there, like, and then. First big moment, I think, is I think Captain Marvel saving Tony. Yes, that's pretty good. Um, and and like the way that they don't use her as a Deus Ex Machina, like she was busy. Like <laughs> yeah, and she had a lot like, going on. Like, right. like shut up. Like she was busy. <laughs> but yeah, her saving uh, Iron Man and uh, uh, Nebula. Right. Yeah. She's also on the ship with him. But like that performance of him like getting off the ship and having that argument with cap. Cause like, he still doesn't like cap. Like, yeah, he's really. so pissed off. But th- there was also another moment where it's like when they're walking, he's like, I lost the kid. Yeah. That you could tell that yeah, that's what like, was important to him. That's what he lost. And it, yeah. it hurt. So he was in that place. Yeah. And then he still wasn't ready to deal with cap and yeah. it just like blew up on him. And he took the fucking nano yeah. nanites off of him. And that was, yeah, that was just, killer performance from uh robert Downey jr yeah that um, was great yeah um, then it was the, the five years later and yeah and then um paul rudd showing up like waving at the yeah, security yeah, camera like it's ant-man it's Ant Man. Like, <laughs> and i love that he's like such a throwaway character almost of the main cat like that he's like do you remember who i am like yeah. <laughs> like he's so aware that he's just kind of useless yeah he's not like really an avenger like technically he is but you know what but not but, really yeah but not really um scarlett johansson's uh hair color changing i was like oh okay like whatever yeah, like fine. yeah this is fine um uh, yeah i uh all the honestly the biggest moments happened the last fight yeah um i did like well, no. like well smart hulk yeah was like I mean, I wasn't... That's I, probably the only problem I have with the movie. Yeah, I like that the Hulk is their biggest weapon, but he's also their biggest liability. Yes. And when they take that away, I'm kind of like, eh. But well, they needed somebody to be a genius and to solve, like, most of time travel. But it's also, like... And, it, it seems like a weird, a minor quibble, but, like, how did he figure it out? Yeah, that it's such a don't big about thing. It. Like, it's, just, it's like, but I still worry about it. That's yeah. not one of the things that they can just like write off and people will not give a shit. Like I still hear people talking about like, well, how did he do it? Right. And it's, and again, minor quibble. It's not a big deal, but like, 
Well, he was always angry. Now he's always the Hulk. Yeah, now he's yeah. always the Hulk. It's uh, that's what I'm saying. Like if they did a Hulk standalone movie, I think explain that, and then, like, but but if he's always if he's this way now, like he can't be the tortured monster, like yeah, Mister you know Jekyll, because uh, he's obviously Dr. very Dr. much Jekyll accepted by people. Thing, yeah. Um, I will say Black Widow's death in the movie. Yeah, that hurt. That was because like. Her and Clint have like a race to see who can die the fastest. Yeah, they keep like secret agent like gadgeting them. The and Jerry Renner, I mean, just knocks it out of the park. Yeah, with the performance, like he just. Yeah, I kind his, of forget that he's a really good actor. Yeah, isn't that the first scene in that movie where like is him and his family like on the ranch? And yeah, he has to turn around and they're all fucking dust, and he's like. What? What the fuck? And then he t- then he goes in like a murderous Japanese rage. Yeah, it's becomes Ronan nuts and um, yeah. t- uh, Tony and his dad. Yes, that awesome. that scene like hurt a little yeah. bit too. Like that. That was that was a it was like if I could go back in time and see my dad again, like that'd be like I I was like I don't know how he held held it together. He was like. So how do you uh, deal with like your wife and kid? Or yeah, whatever? right. Like, <laughs> uh, I want to get some advice from you, but I can't like ask you. Hey, hey, guy. <laughs> yeah. I know. No. And then, um, oh, I'm kicking myself. I can't think of the actor's name. Uh, the guy plays Jarvis. Yeah, I can't even think of. It, but he played him in Peggy Carter. Yeah, as like well. he was one of the very few characters that made the that transition over. from like TV shows into the movie. That was, but, but that whole scene was really good. Yeah, that uh, Cap getting Cap to see to see Peggy and everything, and um, like creepily stare at her through some blinds. Yeah, that was like, a little weird. A little but, bit weird, but uh, Hulk being like, "Oh, I used to be this guy. Oh, I, like, I guess I'll break a yeah, car." Uh, or <laughs> the fight between um, between Cap and Cap, Cap and Cap. Yeah, that, that was, is America's ass. He's like, "I could do this all day." It's like, "I know, I know." Yeah. Like um, they did, they were so like well aware of everything they'd done. Yeah, like they didn't. And so many callbacks anything. that yeah. I mean, Jesus, that, that's what killed me a lot with with this movie is they nailed every single callback they yeah. they tried to hit, and there was you know the elevator scene yeah. that was awesome. Mm-hmm. I did like the call- Hydra, and they were like, "What? I was like, oh <laughs> shit!" Yeah, they pulled it off, and everybody didn't get mad. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then Loki just poofing off with the like. There's still gonna be a nobody's show about even this. nobody's even mad about that. Like yeah. everybody was upset that he died in Infinity War. Yeah, and then, then well, you got like, to oh, see him again. Like, yeah, he'll be back. Don't worry. Yeah. Um, not the way you thought though. Yeah, I think he's like Infinity War. He's dead, dead. Like not. Yeah, he died. No this, trickery. This is like, the alternate. I think in in the show it's gonna be like an alternate timeline. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be because that moment created an alternate timeline. But and he'll go through a completely different arc where he gets to become the hero again. Yeah, probably. Um, but they, uh, I think that, and then again at the end, the the, the well, on your like, left. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a good call. I really did like uh, Thor. Like I, you know, I the entire his, yeah his entire, and then. Yeah, like, Dark World. Like, they, they were in Dark World. Yeah. And, and it was like, nobody really gave a shit about that That movie, made people like, want to go back and watch that movie, though, because you're like, oh, shit, yeah, we should yeah. watch that movie again. Well, didn't they They use, like, all recycled footage yep, for uh, Natalie Portman? Natalie Portman, because she didn't want to do anything to yeah, do with she it. She did but, a voiceover, but she did not show up. Yeah. Like, 
It was all, yeah, it was but just yeah, recycled like for seeing his mom again. Like, all these characters, like, going back and being able to see their dead parents and stuff is just, like, heartbreaking. Yeah. But, like, Fat Thor was hilarious, but also, like... Super sad. Had, yeah, like, it had layers. It was, like... Like an like, onion. Yeah, like an onion. Like, Korg playing, like... Playing uh, Fortnite. Xbox, X- X- yeah, whatever it was on... That's somebody. Somebody brought up the, uh, an idea for to bring Deadpool in is that he's a new master. 69. Yeah. I'm like, I hope that's it. I hope that's it. I uh, think. Um, yeah. The, I mean, they. I mean, they, they. God damn it! That movie. Yeah. Like Thor's whole like self redemption thing, the, the still being worthy. Yeah. Whenever he reaches, in, he's like, I'm still worthy. And it's like, when, you know, at this point, we know he doesn't need that hammer. Right. He doesn't need it. But he but, needed to know. But yeah, he needed to know. Um, and he just brings it with him. And I love the idea of, like, Thor in that timeline, like, turn around, like, where the hell did my hammer go? And then, like, it just pops back up and cap booking it, like. Yeah. It's like, like oh, oh, shit. <laughs> but anyway. um, But, yeah, and then they needed to have that hammer so that Cap could pick it up. Yeah. And that was the oh yeah because I was have, waiting for that moment. I like I knew they were gonna do it. I did too. Like, I knew it I was coming. But even it. whenever it happened, I was out of my seat, yes. insane happy, and like again, tears. Just yeah, like his wielding that hammer and that shield, and then just really kicking Thanos's ass up and down the street for like a solid minute before. Yeah. And he, he, and he got, had full control of Mjolnir too. Yeah. Like he could, he could really rock it. Like yeah, I was like, damn, he's been watching Thor. I got like, he's really good with that thing. And that, then the the moment like this is more. There's a lot of the moments I enjoy in these movies are the performance based stuff. So like yeah, when Cap after he gets the shield broken and and Thanos is you know just kind of beating the shit out of him. Yeah, and he straps on. Like fucking what's shield, and he, yeah. and he gets ready to go, and you see this army surrounding him, uh, and it's just like he's gonna go for it because he's the hero, like that's yeah. what he's supposed to do. And then yeah, he didn't know he had backup. And, and then, then he... on your left, I was like, oh yeah, like just that jizz all over. It was just, everywhere, uh... face, neck, and chest. Yes, it was. Uh, God damn it, that was such a killer moment. That again, yeah. that was just. And then, like, that battle, that's probably got to be in the top five, like, epic, like, giant battles of yeah, like, any movie. That was really, really cool to see. Really, really good. And then um, yeah, Captain Marvel coming in and saving the day. Yeah. So, and, I, and I like, though, because, honestly, kind of forgot that she was a part of the movie. Yeah, like, she, like, she was busy. Like, yeah, the, the, shut see, up. She was busy. like, okay, they really aren't going to have her in this movie. And then, right. and then all of a sudden, and then it, to the point where I was watching it, and then the guns train upwards. Yeah. And you're like, what are they looking at? So right. I'm sitting there trying to figure out what, what surprise they're going to drop on us. Yeah. And then the turn, I'm like, oh, shit, yeah, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, that was, I thought that was really well done, really cool. Um, her going up against Thanos, and then Thanos just grabbing the power stone and punching her. Yeah. Holy shit. Like, that was cool. Uh, well, I was like, did he need to do that, though? <laughs> <laughs> nope. No, but... <laughs> but it looked awesome. Right, it looked awesome. And then, like, the game of Keep Away with the gauntlet was just fantastic. Yes. Um, uh, Spider-Man's Spider-Man. return yeah. was really well done. Uh, and then there was... Uh, we are talking about Mjolnir. Uh, Tony Stark's end. Yeah, that was and probably the next big moment. 
Yeah, like, and I, I mean, I cried during that movie, but the hardest that I cried about that movie was like a couple of weeks later when somebody made a picture that had Tony like dying on the field and Cap picking up Mjolnir, and like the opposites of those pictures were you're not the guy to make the sacrifice play, and everything about you special about you came out of a bottle. And I was just like, <laughs> yeah, that's like, yeah. Just like, Oh my god, they they it was so well done. Yeah, that was there were so many little things and there was there's an alternate line uh, or alternate take of that movie at the end whenever Tony dies where everybody kneels. And uh which I'm glad they didn't use it cuz it's a bit corny. Um but I did like cuz it is another call but yet another callback to the first Avengers movie whenever uh, that old man says we uh, we won't kneel to you. We never kneel to men like you. And then they kneel for Tony Stark because that's the yeah. man you want to kneel to. Right. Uh, but I'm, I'm glad they didn't use that scene because yeah, was, like glad it exists. It was a, it was a bit not, much, I think. Yeah. Uh, but no, his death. And then what was cool was that before we went, me and Michelle were talking about we're driving there. We're talking about, it, and she's like, "Well, the movie doesn't end with him saying I am Iron Man." She's like, "It's all for nothing, then, isn't it?" I'm like. You're right. Mm, so I'm saying, right. I'm like, God damn it. And then he's sitting there and you hear Thanos. He's just, I am inevitable. And then Tony starts, I am. I was like, it's happening. Yeah. Like it uh, right up there with Avengers assemble. Like we've yeah. been waiting for that line. And then he says it. And it's just, it's just the first movie we've been waiting and yeah. he got to it. And then and I, I was like, smack him. And I was like, you're right. Yeah. It's happening. He did the thing. He did the thing that we wanted. And it was uh, what a great fucking performance too. Yeah, that was I, like when Pepper was like, "It's okay, like you, you did rest. your job, yeah. like we'll be all right." And I was, was just like <laughs> ugly crying. Like I told uh, I told Michelle, I was like, "What's what's weird is that I feel more emotion between Peter and Tony. Like whenever I see Peter saying goodbye to Tony, yeah, that hits me harder than seeing Pepper say goodbye to Tony." And I'm like. I think it's just because I don't like Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> like, I fucking hate her. I wish that in the movie they had killed her. Like, because I'm just like, I just fucking hate her. Yeah. Like, I, I was hopeful in Infinity War. I remember there was, like, the theory that uh, she got in the Iron Man suit because Tony was busy. Yeah. And tried to go save Peter and then gets killed. That was what people thought was going to happen. I'm like, I hope that fucking happens. <laughs> Get rid of her. But it didn't. She lived. And she's probably going to be in the female-led Avengers movie, yeah. uh, which I actually heard about the other day was um, Olivia Wilde is going to direct uh, a female-centric uh, Avengers-type movie. Yeah, I imagine it's going to be like uh, what do they call it? What's what's her um, name in the comic books? Peppers. Whenever she's Iron Man, she's. Uh, Shit, I don't remember. I can't remember it at all. It's not like Iron Maiden, is it? No, it's not it's, that dumb. No, it's no, it's not that stupid. I was gonna say Iron Heart, but that's the that's Riri Williams. Fuck, I can't remember what her name is. Through the internet. Through the internet. Um, that was good. It's <laughs> <laughs> supposed to be an earth shattering kaboom. <laughs> My mother loves more from the Martian. <laughs> How did we get to that? <laughs> it's a completely different company, too. Right. Um, 
Yeah, that was Tony's death was I, that might be the moment in the MCU because that's almost what everything was building toward. Even if you go back and you look at at the movies, like Tony caused almost every single one of the problems that they had to deal with. Like he was drawn. He he kind of was a dick. Like yeah. he created a bunch of problems that weren't necessary. Yeah, but he realized that he created problems. Yeah, and he tried to fix them, and then made more problems. <laughs> He brought Thanos. Like, that's kind of the... Yeah. <laughs> he's the reason. That was... I thought that was a really cool moment in Infinity War whenever uh, Tony and him were fighting. And, like, they have that moment together. And I was like, that's really cool. Like, that was a really cool moment. Like, he has just respect for him. Did you find it? I found that apparently she went by Hera at some point. But, what? like, I can't find... Where she um, donned the suit and had the name. Um, that's why I was like, I'm so mad that I can't, I can't look it up faster. Oh my god, hang on. So I'll, I'll be able to find this easily when I'm editing. <laughs> Yeah. A lot of dead air. Like. Rescue. Yeah, there it is. I'm also just now finding it yeah. on this page. Yeah, her name was, uh, she went by Rescue. Yeah. Um, Yeah, that was just. Damn. Yeah. Endgame was well, a solid movie. And then it ends with Far From Home. You know, I like Far From Home a lot more than the first Spider-Man movie. I kind of think and I do, too. It's the only one that I watched more than once. I didn't go back for the first Spider-Man movie like a second or third time. But I have seen Far From Home probably three times. It's a it's a really good movie. Mysterio was really well done. Yes. Um, well, I just loved, like, his classmates and having, like, this dynamic where you you I felt like you got a lot more of the Peter Parker trying to hide the fact that he's Spider-Man. Yeah, which was a lot of fun to see. Yeah. Uh, big moments though. I mean, you kind of see them all in the trailer where he's fighting the elementals, the quote unquote yeah. elementals. Uh, the that twist, was a decent misdirection. Like the twist though that that uh, Mysterio is a villain. Like we all knew he was. A yeah, villain. like I was like, well, he's a Actually, bad guy. Like they're not gonna fool me. <laughs> Alan at work. Um, he didn't know, so it was a I legit. It was a legit twist for him, and I didn't. I never really thought about that because like. Yeah, probably a good chunk of the audience doesn't have any. They just have the movies to go off of. Yeah. And since Mysterio's never been in the movies, they don't know that he's the villain. Yeah. I, I, thought that I was mean, I could cool. see that. That not everybody's mega nerds like yeah. we are. Like, and Of course, there are also probably the same good chunk of people immediately Google whatever character's coming up and, and <laughs> so they can pretend to know who they are. And, right. Like, what? He's a bad guy. Um, you know, I, well, I couldn't see that coming. That was a uh, <laughs> big kaboom. Um, <laughs> I'm going to pepper that in at work from, yeah, from time to time yeah, now. Yeah, that's going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> kaboom. Kaboom. Oh. Anyways. Uh yeah, I can't really think of a lot of big moments in that movie. Uh, the final yeah. fight between him and Mysterio yeah. was pretty stellar. Yeah, all of the, like, you can't tell what's real and fake stuff yeah. is pretty good. Night Monkey. 
Yeah. I'll, like I'll always love Night Monkey. I do. I do remember whenever that whole Sony Marvel split happened. Yeah, for, they were like, for that a couple weeks. Yeah, like the new MCU movie Night Monkey, Monkey. <laughs> starring <laughs> Tom Tolland. Yeah, like, Tom Tolland. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was. Uh, I thought that was really funny. But God, yeah, that was that was a good movie. That was. A, I really really enjoyed yeah. it a lot, and it uh, it was a good follow up, good sequel. Uh, yeah. I can't wait for the third one to see what they do. Uh, I you know. Just like Iron Man kind of like held his hand in this movie, felt like Nick Fury held his hand in this one. I was like, I'm ready for Spider Man to have his own yeah, well, you mo- see, like I, movie where he's. I think we see it at the end. Yeah, where he start where he builds his own suit and he's yeah, and that's like I, the kid's ready. If like, you go back and you listen to early episodes of what were we talking about, whenever John was still the host of it, my my friend John, um, we talked about that and i told him this before civil war came i said they're going to groom spider-man to be the next iron man not like he'll wear the suit yeah but he'll be the iron man of the mcu after whatever happens to tony stark and then you see it in this movie where he is essentially let's you know happy gets looks all happy when he's watching because it's like watching tony work in, yeah. in his you know uh lab uh and they, yeah, and they don't have any other characters in the movies the kid that are like that genius level and like ready to take over. The kid could have been. They could have done something with him, but I'm, I'm yeah. kind of glad they didn't because I do like the idea that Peter Parker is that guy now. Yeah. Uh, as long as this relationship between Sony and Marvel continues. Of course, I did hear rumors that Marvel has been trying to just outright buy the character. Yeah. And well, I'm sure that Disney has the pockets for it, and Sony's just like, hmm. Well, they I'll... gave him like a, they gave him, I think it was like four billion dollars. Is how much they Sony told him. That's how much Sony bought Marvel for Disney, like, or yeah, Disney bought Marvel for in like whatever year that was. Yeah, so but it was like four billion dollars that they bought that entire company's and like they, media rights. I think that was, the, or was that Lucasfilm? It was probably both. I can't remember how much they. I can't. I know specifically four billion was Lucasfilm. Four billion sounds right for Marvel Studios though too. I mean, a lot of they, fucking money anyway. Yeah, either way. But yeah, so Sony being like four billion dollars for Spider Man, and the fact that Disney was contemplating it, like, well, I mean, shows both how of, both of these companies four billion dollars is like a snack from the vending machine. Like, what? yeah, ain't nothing for them. Like, like why? Why is it even like they should be like, all right, fine. Yeah, because they'll make that money hand over fist. And I mean, probably over the years, Sony would stand to make more than four billion if they went fifty fifty. Yeah, I like, think on everything. I think the deal they have now is probably really well suited for them. I mean, there's always potential for some sort of split down the road. But I think right now it seems like they're everybody's happy in the arrangement that they have, and it yeah, makes the fans happy too. I think. Uh, way I heard it was uh, Disney leaked that they that Sony was splitting because they wanted to pressure Sony into buckling, but they didn't anticipate that people were gonna side with Sony. Yeah, because they're like, "Good, fuck the big guy, let the yeah. little man take over." And it was I was like, "Oh, I didn't expect that." I, I really after I read, I was like, "Oh man, people are gonna be pissed off at Sony," and nobody was pissed off at Sony. Everybody yeah. was pissed off at Disney. By the way, I got the deal. Whatever happened, got the deal back. But right, that was. Uh, I mean, but two giant media conglomerates like pissing over stuff like that. I was like, fuck both of them. Yeah, like, so whatever. Knock but, it off. But even like, Sony being the little guy yeah. is like a joke 
by itself. But I mean, if I had to pick a side, I would have picked Sony. Like I didn't feel like they yeah. did anything wrong. They didn't. They wanted a little little bigger piece of the pie. That was all they wanted. And that's yeah. fair. And it was like Marvel, you have so much fucking pie. Marvel You have so much fucking pie. Marvel sold the rights fair and square. Sony yeah. owns it. Well, and they offered the whole catalog to Sony, right? And Sony was like, uh, we'll take like X-Men, Spider-Man. And yeah, like- uh, no, they they offered the whole catalog to Fox. That's right. Fox was like, we'll that's take right. X-Men, we'll take Fantastic Four. And I think that's all. And uh, no, I think that was it. Yeah. And then they're like, okay, that's all they took. And then. That's right. And then it split, got split apart. And, and they're like. Sony bu- took Spider-Man. They're like, yeah, we don't even know if Spider-Man will make like a lot of money. But yeah, we'll, but they'll make something at least. Yeah, we'll try. And then here we are. Here we are today. I mean, the so to summarize, like the MCU created a genre of movie that was like sustainable because before this, we had odds and ends here and there, no, superhero flicks, no connected real, no really yeah, connected universes, like universe building between movies and making like superhero movies the most popular thing. Like, whenever a Marvel movie comes out, it's, like, the biggest movie f- until, like, the next big thing comes Much out. Much to the chagrin its... of film snobs who are just yeah. like, mm, this not real cinema. Yeah. But, and they're right, Mar- Martin Scorsese. Well, it's just like, yeah, you can have that stuff, but, like... Why not have the fun... But, like, these movies are so well done on top. Like, they might not, not be Citizen just, Kane. Yeah, they're not just popcorn, superhero, big tentpole movies. They're... Like they they're deal with real movies. issues, and yeah. Like they're they're relatable, and they make people happy, and it's just like they they created this entire thing, and I just am so thankful that I happen to be alive during this time. At, at, during this time, because I can't imagine a kid being born like fifty years from now and some you know old fart like me being like these are the greatest movies. Back in my day, yeah. we had real superheroes. Like movies. shut up grandpa, we're watching VR like we just close our eyes and we see movies like all day long. Uh, you guys don't know what cinema is. Yeah. But like I just feel really lucky to have been alive happened to be on the on the rock the same time these movies yeah were coming out and i happened to be like the perfect age to yeah to because truly enjoy them there were like if i'd have been 10 years younger if i'd have been like five or six or something when iron man came out yeah i would have been like i like the iron man was neat but like not ready for avengers four years later yeah like really appreciate it like i i think i was 15 or 16 when iron man came out 2008 yeah so I was 16 or 17, but like I was the perfect age to like actually know what was going on, have some background, yep. know a little bit about Marvel, had played some video games and read some comic books and like had a big group of friends that were all in the same boat as me and go see those movies together. Like uh, it seemed like they always had a big release in May and that was always like our big college send off because like you'd get out of go school in next. May. So, like, we'd all go see whatever it was, you know, Avengers or came out in May, I think, and uh, one of the Captain Americas did. Like, we'd all go see the Marvel movie that came out in May and then go off for the summer. Yeah, it was – um, it's also because of them we see so many universes trying to be built, trying yeah. to replicate yeah. what Marvel did, which is, again, they haven't been around but 12 years, yeah. and they've already changed the game. Right. Uh, they're like Aaron or Aaron Burr, <laughs> Alexander <laughs> Hamilton. <laughs> well, he did change the game too, kinda. Yeah. 
but no, they're um, you know, we we got the dark universe out of this, which is a failed universe. <laughs> we got the DCEU, which is kind of a failed universe. Yeah. <coughs> like, I love DC. I think that they they should admit that they they can't keep up with Marvel in the movie business. Which, they are really good at animated stuff and yeah. TV shows. They they kill Marvel in those. Like Marvel's had a couple of good TV shows. Like the Netflix shows were fucking fantastic. But except for Iron Fist. Except, uh, mm-hmm. It's the Incredible Hulk. Of, like they always have to have one stinker. One Incredible like, Hulk in the bunch. Yeah. <laughs> but like DC has done so well with animated and with just you know drama shows and stuff. That like I really think that they should just dump their money into that. Yeah. Like, could you imagine if they were doing like Legends of Tomorrow and just dumped like a billion dollars into several Jesus different seasons Christ. or whatever it costs to make all these movies well, they, that they're making? But this is, I think they they're changing their tune now. They realize that they rushed to a universe. Yeah. Um, and now they're just wanting to tell because that's one thing Warner Brothers has always been very good at giving directors a voice, yeah. letting them tell stories. Uh, that's why Wonder Woman was so successful because yes. it didn't really adhere to, you know, what was going on in the other MCU, DCEU movies. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, I think they've changed their tune now. So they said like, they still have, they have the multiverse is what they're calling it now, which is, yeah. they still have Wonder Woman and Aquaman in that universe and Flash. And then they have the Batman and then they have you know, the TV shows and it all takes place in the same world, but just different universes. Um, right. but that's all that. And I mean, in DC's birthed. the comics have always been that way anyway. Yeah. Like, and it, I, it surprises me that Warner Brothers took that long to get to that point. Like, yeah, they could have been at this point at Smallville. You know yeah. what I mean? Like they could have been connecting as much as I hated the movie. Superman returns. They could have connected that. They could have connected, uh, the shitty uh, Schumacher Batman movies and yeah, but whatever I suppose. But that all that was birthed from the MCU, which yeah. has been a wild ride for twelve years. Boy, boy howdy, boy howdy. So I think that's gonna do it for this episode. Is that gonna do it? That's gonna do it. Mm, yes, we did it. Uh, so if you guys want to catch me, uh, you can see my shenanigans on TikTok while it's still a thing. <laughs> yeah, that there may or may not be a thing. I think they've decided it's gonna be a thing. I think it's still a thing forever now. Yeah. Um I but mean, you can find me on there, Motley Nerd, just one word. Uh you can also find me on Instagram and Twitter at Motley underscore nerd. Uh if you want to find me on Facebook you can, but I don't really do anything on there, so right. that's pointless. Um what about you, Michael? So I run a real small podcast called Michael's Mixdown. Uh, where I talk about music since my, my degree and my, my education, my background is in audio engineering. So I just, I talk about different uh, albums and sometimes just singular songs. But uh, like I have an episode about Hamilton since we accidentally stumbled on Hamilton yeah. a little bit ago. <laughs> um, man, you know, and I just talk about like the breakdown, the mix down of like how those things came to be and the behind the scenes and whatever research I can find. I just regurgitate that. Uh, and then I play little clips of things, which sometimes like Spotify thinks are is overstepping the so copyright copyright laws. So like I've had an episode or two get pulled down, but I'm like, well, this technically all should fall under fair use. They just don't want 
any kind of uh, lawsuit problems with problems. any kind of lawsuits. So they just get rid of that anything that they think is could be a problem. Yeah. And it's all automated now. Like they'll have stuff like bots that just search out like copyright like, and stuff, and then just get rid of it. But but anyway, the uh, I haven't had any episodes get pulled down except for one. So we'll see if if I get continue to get slapped with with things. But uh, you can find that on uh, SoundCloud. It's Michael's Mix Down or uh, Spotify, and I'm trying to find the time to remember to get it on other things like iTunes. Yeah, and but Google, I just keep Google Play. And, yeah, Google Play, and I just keep forgetting to to do that. I'm well, sure it would just be really do easy. it. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good show. Other people yeah. should hear it, and a lot of people don't seem to listen to SoundCloud or uh, well, Spotify. You get a lot yeah, of Spotify is where I get most of my traffic. But, yeah, uh, SoundCloud's not really. No, it's just like an RSS it. feed. That's all. Yeah, it that's really what it really is. But you could listen to it on there if you want to. That's what we, as I said, that's what that's what this is on. But like, I, I very rarely actually advertise that it's on SoundCloud. Cause right. Who the fuck listens on there? Yeah. No, probably nobody. But not to downplay SoundCloud. Yeah. In case they're listening. In case they're listening. They're not. Um, and I've also recently been dabbling in uh, trying to to capture game footage and just be my stupid self and talk about games because games is a passion of mine and i like to i've been thinking like man i could think critically about video games and i do and i just never like put it out there right but i'm still dabbling on how to build that into something that i could promote but and i've got to watch that too i keep forgetting yeah i mean it's not great but that's always the best though isn't it like <laughs> but like um, watch somebody crash and burn right <laughs> I mean, sometimes I do goofy voices. I like voice acting, so sometimes I'll just, I'll just start narrating and it's something kind of goofy. Kaboom. Yeah, <laughs> searching kaboom. Um, so and then you know, and I'm I'm still trying to figure out what I'm doing with that. Is is it a let's play or is it a commentary? Um, or should I shift it into just like capturing a bunch of game footage and then pulling out five or ten minutes of the best stuff and then yeah. giving like a score or like you know. Maybe there's certain things that are like let's plays, like this is hot and new and people want to see it, and then this game is ten years old and I just happen to be playing it and I want to yeah, it's gonna say, you know, they're not gonna watch me for hours play it, but they might watch five minutes of me, but like here's the best of some of the stuff I saw in this game, and then here's what I thought, here's a score maybe. People watch, I mean, like uh, AVGN, yeah, you know, and he puts out, I mean, his episodes like thirty minutes long, he plays old shit, right? Just, but I'm not interesting. You're interesting. <laughs> Don't say that. You're on the show now. Like you can't be not interesting. Uh, it wasn't interesting until I sat down and started doing this show. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, that I bring out the best in you. Right. How about that? But uh, but yeah, mostly you can find me on Michael's Mixdown. Uh, I am working on an episode. Probably when I go home, I will be putting some of the final touches on an episode about Bohemian Rhapsody and some other Queen uh, related things in one episode. Cool. So I'll listen to that. You better. <laughs> Probably. Probably. <laughs> I listen to Australian podcasts exclusively. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. You don't know why. I really do. Like that's all, my entire feed is just like Australian podcasts and I don't know why. Just good eye, mate. And good you're like, eye. Why? Nerds and stuff. Yeah. All right. Anyway, so yeah, and if you guys have any ideas for topics you want to hear us talk about, uh, you can hit me up on any of the social media that I said earlier. Or you can email officialmotleynerd at gmail.com. Uh, so until next time, I'm Jake. And I'm Michael. What are we talking about?
Molly Nerdcast.